across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night, and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh dear, what can the matter be? Three old ladies. Good evening, dear listener. This is the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who the hell are you? Catherine Boyle. She's wearing glasses tonight that makes her look like a bookworm. Look like an owl. That makes her look like she eats books for sex. Who are you, boy? Come on, there's Sam. That's it. The team is here. Oh three, and you can join us. Oh three, four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Didn't I do well on the chase? So well. Wasn't I held back by a bunch of idiots? Hey, did you see? So I was on the chase at the weekend, right? It's a bit of fun. We get paid. I'm going to be honest. We get paid for it, but got paid very, very well. Um, and it's to raise money for charity. And uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you what happened. So there's there's four of us. It was from the jungle from last year. There was me. We filmed it like five months ago, six months ago. It was me, there was Shappy, there was Jenny Fears from Coronation Street, and there was um, Stanley Johnson. And only me and Stanley got through to the final. And I don't know if you watched it, but we got 17 points. I think it's probably safe to say I got 15 of those 17. I think it's safe to say I was driving I was driving that truck. I think Stanley got one. Stanley, oh, did he? I got 16 out of 17 then. I and think. also, we had to stop six or seven times in the um, fingers on the buzzer round because Stanley kept muffing it up because he didn't know the rules. And then towards the end... Um, he went, oh, I've not got my um, hearing aid in. And Bradley went, what? I've not got my hearing aid in, so I can't... He, he kept saying his name before... He kept saying the answer before he buzzed or before the name had been said. And, and I said, did you not, Stanley, did you not think you might need to hear today? He said, oh, I, I didn't want to be seen wearing it on TV, you dick. Anyway, we didn't win. Um, we could have won. It wasn't that. It, we could have been... I don't know how much it was. But in the end, we won £1,000 for our charity. And I think all four of us got £1,000 for the charity. I don't know what Shappies and Jenny's were. Stanley's was a conservation. I got a grand for the Samaritans. I'm gutted it wasn't more, but I got a grand for that. One. Yeah, Stanley gave his to the Wild Fowl and Wetlands Trust. Yep, when there's, there's human beings that are dying. Never mind. There's each to their own. Um... And, uh, um, and I played it safe. I think I was... If you know, if you know the show, you get, like... Um, five thousand pounds for your for your if you win your round, or you can you get a lower offer of a thousand, or you get a higher offer of like forty five thousand. And as I was the first up, I went for the medium offer. If I'd have been second up, I'd have gone for the higher offer because I didn't know how easy or hard the questions were going to be. Right, I didn't know. And if I'd gone second, I think I would have gone for the higher offer. Um, and also, loads of people going, "Isn't that funny? You got a question about video games and a question about Lost? Let me let you into a little secret, right?" Before you go on, you do a phone interview, or you fill in a form and you write down what you're into. So I wrote down, I'm into 60s music, um, uh, and I'm into video games, and da la la And then they phone you up and they do an interview with you, and they say, oh, it says in your Wikipedia that you like Lost. And I say, yeah, I really enjoyed Lost. So if anyone's wondering why... I got questions about video games and Lost, and Stanley got questions about politics and ancient um, Greek literature. I know, actually, I think I got the Greek literature. Anyway, I, I got the Greek literature. Guess why? Because my wife is half Greek. That is why. That is why. It's a little bit fixed. I, I think we can say that. If, 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 if the newspapers are still printing what, I'm, what I say, I think we can safely say that the celebrity chase 
is a little bit fixed. It's certainly... Me getting a question about Lost, a TV show that I did a podcast on for five seasons. But even so, the chaser has the advantage. Well, in the final they do. In the final they do. We'll get to that in a second, right? Uh, Alan and Ian, stay there. 0344-499-1000. So it's, 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 it's certainly weighted in favour of the celebrities to, to, so, they don't, so they get through to the final. Because imagine if, if no one got through to the final. Um, and Jenny went next, and Jenny went high. I think Jenny went for like 50 grand or something. So the pressure was on, and she got knocked out. Right? And then Shappy was on. And she went for the 60 grand, and she did terribly. Let's be honest, she did terribly, right? But so I'm watching it at home, and I'm streaming it on my Twitch, me doing a director's commentary. And I'm on Twitter. And people saying, well done, Ian, great work. Oh, you did really well there, man. Well done, well done. And then Jenny goes on and bravely goes for the 50 grand and loses, right? Doesn't, doesn't make it. I think she gets right to the end and then gets caught out. Who is this stupid C-word? Get this dumb... Twit, twit with an A. I don't want to say twat. Right? Get this twit off. She's a, a, a D-I-C-K and, a, and an S-H-1. All of this stuff. All of this stuff. Calling her a C, an S, a D, a, a T. Let me guess. And all this was blokes, right? Blokes. And then Shappy got the same as well. It was... There are a couple of women, but it's primarily blokes. And I messaged some of them. And I said, guys... Just have a think. There was a guy I saw. I, I saw his tweet today from last night because they'd shown a clip of it. The, the, the ITV tweeted a clip of it, and he replied, repeated. It was a clip of me, and he tweeted, "Yeah, he did well. Shame about the twat that was on. Oh, the the the, the silly dick that was on after him uh, was maybe what twat something like." And and I look, and he's a, he's a he's a grown man, like in his twenties, thirties, and his avatar is a picture of him with a kid. And I tweeted, dude, it looks from your picture, it looks like you're a dad. Or you're certainly in a position to influence... This kid was a boy. You're certainly in a position to influence young children. Just have a think how it looks. Calling a woman a twit and a dick in a public forum because she got a couple of questions wrong. Maybe delete that tweet, try and make amends, and do that lab proud. I put that do that lab proud in because I thought that was a little bit... That was a little bit of a punch to the guts. Um, he's not replied. But I just, just think, what, what, why? I mean, Stanley was getting questions wrong. I got questions. I got a couple of easy questions. I didn't, actually. No, I didn't. I didn't get any questions wrong. But Stanley, I was certainly getting, and I'm no stranger to abuse on there, but it just felt that the abuse directed towards the two women was particularly aggressive. And I felt like I got, like, 1% of what it's like to be a woman online. Just 1%. I was just just in the backdraft of the abuse that two women were getting just because they got a couple of questions wrong on a quiz. Meanwhile, Stanley oh. was a flake all the way through it. Oh, it was terrible, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah, terrible. But they won't say anything to him because no. you've got to respect your elders. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the, the, the abuse that two of my... And they... Of the, the jungle people... The only people I'm friends with uh, are Shappy and Jenny and Kez. And I'm seeing Shappy next week for lunch because we were texting each other while it was on. And um, uh, Jenny and I often... Uh, Jenny and I have just started tech WhatsApping each other recently. But I speak to her husband a lot. Me and her husband, Chris. We're great friends now. Um, and they were saying this about my friends, calling them C's. Why would you go, why would you go online and say, this person's a C because they didn't know what a spider skimmer was? That was what... The, what? So, I, I just feel... I don't want to mansplain this to you, ladies. 
I just feel I got I got one not point one percent of what it must be like being a woman and being in the public eye, being a, being an, on a social media like that. Just a tiny little glimpse of whoa. It felt particular. He's holding a. He's got a picture of him with like an eight, nine, ten-year-old boy. He's setting an example of how to be a man to that kid. And his example is: Do you know what that woman got a question wrong about spider skimmers? I'm going to call her a T and a D in public. Wow, great, great example to set, Dad. Thanks, Dad. I was really shocked by it all. Really shocked by it all. But I love doing the chase. It was, it was, uh, it was a thrill. It was a gas, a grand for the Samaritans. Okay, that's not bad. I've forgotten it was that much, actually. I thought it was a bit less. Anyway, onwards and upwards, 0344 499 1000. Ian is on the line. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Ian. How are you, my old chum? I'm very, very well, you little familiar. What have you got for us? Go on, do it. Good. They're telling you to do it. Do it. Farting, farting. I almost had a divorce over a wet and hot farting session one night. Hang on a minute. I don't... For those who don't know, I tweeted a few topics. One of them, when is it okay to drop your guts first time in front of your partner? I never did it in front of my wife, and look where we are now. I didn't ask for a hot and wet farting session story. Good. No, it's all related. Okay. Go on. Right, so all, I've been with my uh, my wife for about 18 years, right? Yes. And I, I, I dropped my guts early doors, because that's just how I am. I'm quite a nervous type. So it's always it's always been there. But one family holiday, we were all in um, a caravan in Ladron Bay, and it was a really hot, sticky summer. Yeah. Yeah. About four years ago, and I'd had a a, um, a chili con carne. Oh God! I don't, don't, we really want to kick off the week with yeah, a wet fart been, story. You started it. I didn't. Start, none of mine were wet. None of mine were wet. You take that libel back. They sounded wet. You take that libel. You can check my pants. No, thanks. Every single one of those bad boys was dry. One more and I'll be able to see it. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't wear any pants, otherwise it would have been soft. Okay, thanks very much for calling. I mean, that's, you know... <laughs> what? You cast the net and that's what you call. What is your problem? I was going to phone the show, but Ian's on overdrive. Again. Can't wait until he shouts again. No! What do you mean, shout? Idiot. Idiot. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I can do quiet and I can do loud. I'm, I'm a man of many vocal tones. I'm the vocal Tony of the radio. Hey, thanks to everyone who came to the show in Bath on Saturday. Wasn't that a success? I'm going to say it. Best show we've ever done. I think so. It's certainly up there with the Brighton shows. But it felt more like a performance than the Brighton shows. It felt like theatre... You certainly used your space. I certainly did, didn't I? And you tried to use my space, and I said, no, we are having none of that. Uh, it was a good old show. Loads of people stuck behind afterwards to get pictures and stuff like that. We've got, we're now in possession of one of the logbooks again, at last, which is a, a relief, it has to be said. Sorry? That sounded like uh, Gandalf. At last. Say, you shall not pass. You shall not. I don't know. I've never seen the film. Doesn't you matter. shall not pass. There you go. At last. Um, it was a, it was a good show. We had a lot of fun. We had, got some laughs, got some tears. We had some nice tweets. That fella um, who pretended his name was James. I didn't realise... Well, the serial liar... Scott. It turns out it was called Scott. Scott James. He sent a nice um, little little tweet, didn't it? It was, it was lovely. It was a really good vibe. We've got a few more shows this year. We've got one, two, three, four more shows, and then that's it until March. I'm not doing any more shows until March. Um, unless I'm offered huge sums of money, which is unlikely these days. 
Um, so, uh, one of those shows is sold out. The Rabbit Hole on December the 9th is sold out. But before that, on December the 9th, we're doing a games night, at, well, between four and about quarter to six in the afternoon, Sunday, 9th of December, doing a games night where people bring some games and we play them. Uh, 2nd of December, I'm in Halifax hosting, um, it should be a really fun evening, a screening of Threads with Reese Dinsdale. But the next one is, and it's so, I'm going to be honest, this is selling appallingly. This is going to be it's going to be embarrassing. We're going to have to ask members of the audience to run around while the movie is on so it looks busy. Um, but on Saturday, we are screening American Movie. This could very well be the very last Rabbit Hole Picture Show because it's a lot of work. Um, and if only 30 people are going to come, you're going to be made to feel very, very welcome, the 30 of you. Boy, oh boy, you're going to be made to feel welcome. But actually, it's a lot of work for for just 30 people is what i'm saying so if you want to come you can be showing an american movie i had an email from mark borchardt who is the star of the movie he will not be joining us but uh we'll be finding out in a couple of days whether the director of the movie will be joining us unlike the director of three identical strangers who was supposed to be here at 10 o'clock and uh it isn't there's a pr company Uh, so if you want to come to any of those events uh, this Sunday, the 25th, the Rabbit Hole Picture Show, 2 o'clock in the afternoon in King's Cro- London's King's Cross, or any of the other events. If you go to com slash event, com slash event, all the details are there. Right, we're going to crack on with the show, 0344-499-1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000. So I want to saw the kids tonight. I sat with them doing their maths homework. Me, doing the maths homework. These, these guys are... Uh, my, my boys are maths brain boxes, right? I don't, do not know where they get it from. But then my eldest, who's uh, eight, said, we got given, like, a puzzle. We get given a weekly puzzle to do. And he said... And he, and he gave it to me. He said, give it over here, son. I'll do this. No problem. Because I was doing long... Di- I did some long division. They call it the bus stop method. Have you heard that? The bus stop no. method. Because it looks like you're under a bus... Anyways, a long division... Did some long division. I was all right. I mean, not massive sums, like one digit and then like four digits. It wasn't like three digits. And it, 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 anyway, so this is the puzzle, right? See if you can work this out. My watch. Sorry. Or on a piece of paper. I'm terrible at maths. Okay. Well, then this is going to be great. My what? Are you good at maths, Sam? You good at it? He's always woo. He's always giving a bit woo, a bit wah. My watch had stopped at ten o'clock. In two minutes' time, it will be twice as many minutes short of 11 as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. Oh, God. I've already gone. What was the correct time? And I'm sat there, and I'm telling everyone in the house, shut up, no, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then I got it, right? Then I got it. Everyone's going, no, I don't think it's that. I said, trust me, it is. And then I looked at it again, and I realised I'd read it completely wrong, and it wasn't what I thought. So shall I read it again? Mm-hmm. My watch had stopped at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. In two minutes' time, it will be twice as many minutes, short of 11, as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. What was the correct time? It's nuts, isn't it? If anyone knows... That's tonight's... Well, here's someone who might know. Alan! I'm off! Last night, Friday night, Jimmy Fritton was on the phone. Sorry? Jimmy Fritton was on the phone. Who's Jimmy Fritton? 
Topless darts. All right, I'll give you that. Right, he's facing. Alan has to um, name at least one part of the show. That was Longwell Records who was telling us the dirty fart story. Was it? Dirty boy. I thought I recognised that burr. I don't. I don't believe that your your Longwell Records is that. He says it's the second best record shop in the world. I don't believe that. I think it's going to be fourth or fifth if that's the kind of story you tell. Uh, for Alan to get on the show, he has to tell us something that was on the previous show. Well done. That he was not involved. He in. was not involved in. Alan, can I run this puzzle past you? My, I like this. Says, go on, as though, as though he stands. Hope in hell. He, he might. I'll have a go at this. He might. He might be. He's got a good he? memory, isn't he? My but watcher. GCSE in math. What grade? C. Yeah, me too. I'm crap. Um, I was. I did the intermediate. The intermediate GCSE. Oh, yeah. you did, there was like an easy exam. Yeah, yeah. I think I was. I, I, did, I got a B in the mocks. And I got a C in the end. But I got a B in the mocks, so technically a B. My watch had stopped at ten o'clock. In two minutes' time, it will be twice as many minutes short of 11 as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. What was the correct time? Is that 10 a.m. or 10 p.m.? That really doesn't make any difference whatsoever. It does, because if it's 24 hours, it'd be 2,200 hours. It's not not a 24-hour clock. It's It's a normal... It's a watch. It's just a watch. Analog or digital? Yes, I'm going to say analog, just to speed this along. Right, so 10 o'clock, and 25 minutes, I'll say 10.30. And how did you work that out? Because it was 25 minutes, times up by two, I, I, I think I've gone wrong somewhere. Oh, well, no, I'm not plugged in. Uh, I think you might have... Are you Googling the answer? No. Catherine? No, 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 Catherine, No! No. I'm not Googling. Not you. You don't even know. I'm talking to Catherine. Cam, you cheating? I'm not cheating. I just want to know the answer. No, and I'm never going to no, get it. No, no, no. Don't. No Googling. No yes. Googling. This is... Away from the computer. This is... This is... Kath, this is the whole show tonight, man. I can't do it, man. This is three hours Yeah, but how are we going to yeah. know when someone gets it right? I don't know. Someone, Step someone, away from the computer, Kath. Someone will say it with sincerity, and we will trust them. Or we'll get so fed up, we'll just go, yeah, OK, it sounds right. Sure. Um, Alan, what do you want? Well, I'm ringing to tell you I've got a new job today. Is it? Are you a knob polisher? No, a paper boy. Congratulations. That is congratulations. Are you delivering, let me guess, are you delivering the free papers? No, the nationals. Oh, he's he's in the big leagues. Hey, that's brilliant, Alan, on a serious note. Well done. Congratulations. What time you got to get up in the morning? I've got to be at work for 7 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Hang on a minute. The papers should be through the front door by 7 o'clock, shouldn't they? What is wrong with this country? Well, the shopkeeper opens the shop at 7.30. This will be be Alan first thing in the morning. That's going to be Alan. Um, he opens the shop at 7.30. What a lazy news well, agent. Yeah. Well, he's got trouble to a shop from his house, which is like well, a couple of miles away. That's the problem. This is the problem. Most people, most people, not all, and I think you'll back me up on this, Catherine, most people have to travel to their place of work, don't they? Mm. They do, don't they? Mm. Um, and, you know, he could... He could leave, I don't know, half an hour earlier and get there at seven or two hours at... When I was a kid, post op- paper shops used to open at, like, half five. Yeah. Sorry, uh... I wouldn't work for him if I were you, Alan. He sounds, he sounds lazy. You don't want a lazy boss. You want a boss who's motivated, like Lord Alan Sugar. 
Well, that brings me on to another thing I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I actually met one of the winners of The Apprentice last night. Oh, who did you meet? Katie Hopkins? James. Huh? Who won last year. Uh... When Lords of the Hard 2 business partners. Mm. It was... Are you thinking of Rafe? <laughs> no, James. Rafe. Was he the fellow with the glasses who, and curly hair who made sanitary products? No, he had the cyber business. The cider business? Cyber. Cyber cider. No. Dot com. Register cyber that now. Means. Cyber cider. Regist- dot com. Register it now. Don't know what the idea is yet, but it's going to be huge. Cybercider dot com. You get an app on your phone and you just press it and then cider comes an out of your phone. Yeah, well... Well, up on the day, keep the doctor away. Okay, Alan, th- you, now you're just rambling like a lunatic. Thanks very much for your call. Um, I'm going to be honest, none of the calls lined up are great. Pick one, three, or four. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, wait a minute, let's just channel the spirits. <sighs> three. Good evening, G. Evening, boss. Evening, evening boss, sir. Yes, what you got? I've actually got a topical question for you, one that's actually relevant for a change. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, yes, sir. Bum chicka wow wow. Here we go. Um, during the chase, well, did you actually know which chase are you in there? No, they wouldn't tell us. They, we didn't know until um, I was stood there, and they brought the chaser out. They wouldn't. They wouldn't tell us a thing. They didn't tell us anything. So no, we didn't know. Were you happy with the chess that you got, or would I you have preferred... I, I would have preferred the Beast, because cause my mum genuinely thinks he's brilliant. I don't know if she Everybody fancies wants him. the Beast. My wife fancies the Beast. Yeah, um, but my mum... But I don't really watch... I, if I'm honest, I don't really watch the show, so I recognise that. I, I recognise that young lady, and she seemed very, very pleasant, and I thought she was she fun to very, play against. She's a very, clever woman. Yeah. She's a very, very clever woman. She was woman. fun to if play there against. any other... Game show that you would like to go on. I know that you won Mastermind. Yes, correct. And, yeah. um, and I won the Weakest Link. Mastermind. I won the Weakest Link. Any other game show? And I won, and I won um, Ready, Steady, Cook. So I've won, I've won some of the big ones, yeah. Can, can you count that as a win? <laughs> Ready, Steady, Cook. Yeah, of course you can, mate. I've got more um, Percy Peppers than, than Christian O'Connell's Terry Tomatoes. So, yeah, of course I won. So if there was any other game show that you would like to go on yep. and prove your prowess yep. as a... I've got it. I know the answer what, to this question. What do you call yourself these days? Do you call yourself a comedian, no, broadcaster? I haven't called myself a comedian for years. Uh... I'm a broadcaster. I'm a, I'm a broadcaster and songwriter. And I can answer the question. It would be, without a shadow of a doubt, 15 to 1. Not Ninja Warrior? Um, oh, I... Ninja Warrior! What's that? You are a star. My, I would yes, let my boys do... Shut up. Ninja Warrior. I would let my boys do Ninja Warrior, because my boys watch it. Right? They're six and eight, and I go, do you reckon you could do that? Yeah, I think I could do that bit. That bit would be tough, but I could do that bit. So I'd let them do it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm more intellectual. I'm going to do I'm gonna do 15 to 1. Okay. I reckon Ninja thank- Warrior would be your next well, big thing. Thank you very much indeed. 03444991000. This is The Late Night Alternative... With Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everyone's an idiot. So this is the problem. My watch had stopped. This was given to an eight-year-old. My watch had... And one of the kids in his class worked it out. My watch had stopped at 10 o'clock. In two minutes' time, it will be twice as many minutes short of 11 as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. What was the correct time? Here are the answers from cowards 
on um, Twitter, too cowardly to phone in because they know that they're idiots. Um, Pronto Zero says 9.43. Probably not. Uh, Tim Stanley says 19 minutes past 11. And Sledge says 10.18. I think they're all wrong. Right. Line one or line four? What do you reckon? Four. Okay. Good evening, CJ. Okay, it's a drunk man asleep. That leaves us with line one. Good evening, Ken. <laughs> good, good evening, Ian. Oh, chuckles. I thought I was maybe, I, I thought I was maybe down in lane 30. <laughs> no. uh, well, you, lots of people saw you on television the other day. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people sending me um, uh, tweets uh, with pictures of you on the telly. On Par- was it Parliament Square? Is that what they call it? College Green. College Green. College Green, right? Yes. Yes. You sound surprised, almost as though you didn't expect to be spotted on television when you stood in front of some television cameras. Holding a placard. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. I I stood there so as he would read the placard. Why did it say believe on God, not believe in God? Well, that's what the Bible says, Ian, if you check it out. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's terrible grammar. That just shows why I'm never going to read that book again, because it's written so badly. Someone should have checked that, of course. That's a spell check. You want an editor. That's why why Jesus, the baby Jesus, needed an editor, um, and his mum should have done it. Did you hear the the news tonight? uh, uh, Good evening to you, Catherine. The the news tonight about the the thug who gave a kung fu kick in a policewoman's head and knocked her in front of a bus. Did you? Did you? Well, I don't. No, I've not caught that news, and I'm wondering where we are in the legal process with this story. Uh, Well, just recorded in the news, and uh, well, hang on a minute. Has the person been charged? Nobody's been charged. Nobody's been charged. Then we can carry on talking about it. As far as I understand, and God, and yet God allows that to happen. That's terrible. What a wicked God! But here's the thing, here, Ian. Uh, The police are now suggesting that the policeman should. uh, uh, Turn away from violence. However, in, in my opinion, just my opinion, yes. uh, I believe that the, the police, every policeman and policewoman should have a taser, at least a taser. Wow! This out. is coming from a Christian! We should yes. taser people? That would be good, because remember when they tasered that blind man because he had a white stick and they thought it was a samurai sword? You know, it was a sad situation. Yeah, it? but it's, got to be, it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk, isn't it? Zap! But listen, it's worth the risk. Actually, Actually, uh, if you read the Bible in Romans chapter thirteen, oh, God, God actually, as you know, I don't. Actually, tasered people. <laughs> God has ordained. How could God allow? Punishment. How could God allow someone to do a kung fu kick on a police officer's head? How could God allow? How could your God allow that in front of a bus? How could your God allow that? How could your God allow babies to die of cancer? How can your How can your God or anybody's God of any faith, whether it be um, Jewish or Christian or Muslim or whatever, how could any God let babies drown? How could any God let let um, let kids get knocked off their bikes and die? How could any God allow that? Well, that is a very philosophical question, but the answer is God allows these things to happen. Well, I don't like your God, then. I don't like your God, then. If your God allows babies to drown, if your God allows young women to be knocked off their bikes and and left in comas for months before they turn off the life support machine, if your God allows my mum to spend years in misery and pain with MS, then I don't like your God. I don't like the Islamic God. I don't like the Jew. I don't like any of the gods, if that's what they allow. I'm afraid. Don't like. I don't like them. 
God allows you, for example, to choose to go to hell if you want. Uh, well, uh, do you know what? If, if, if the choice is to go up and meet God, who sounds like an absolute a-hole, or go to hell, I'm going to choose hell. Because well, I, won't be held, I don't be held responsible for my actions when I confront a God who's made my mother's life a misery, who kills babies. Oh. I, wa- I don't want to meet that God. He sounds horrible. Absolutely God horrible. I want you to go to hell. God I want to go to hell. I don't want to meet your God, Ken. He sounds horrible. He's mean. I'm not going to kneel down and kiss the toes of someone who murders babies. Why would I do that? No thanks. Jesus died for you, Ian. Good. He died for your sins. I don't believe the fairy story you're spouting. I don't want to meet your God that is a vicious torturer. I don't want to meet... No, I'm going to the other place, mate. I'm not going to kiss the feet of someone who is a torturer and a murderer. Sorry, Ken, ain't going to happen. Ian, you will meet God when you die. No, I won't. Yeah, I'm going to go to hell, Ken. God wants you to get to heaven. Tough. I don't... Tough. I'm not going. He sent me to tell you. I'm not going. If I, if I, listen, if I met someone who tortures babies, I'm going to spit at them. Because, well, that's disgusting. You think that that's acceptable? How does God torture babies? How does God torture babies? Um, the ones that are born with cancer. Shut up, you idiot. The ones that are born with cancer... God's not torturing them. But God has, God has the power and the ability to have them born without cancer, right? God has... God ha- answer the question. Does God have the power and ability to um, have babies be born without cancer? The original creation, Ian... Was does God have the ability... Does God... Ha- no, you're not. You're not. You're going off on a, on a tangent, and I'm going to focus your attention. Does God have the ability... He has the power to do anything, right? So he can stop yeah. babies being born without cancer, and yet babies are born with cancer. What have they done to deserve that? What have their parents done to deserve that? Well, what have the nurses done and the doctors those, done to, to, to deserve having little, to deal with that? Those little babies go straight into the presence of Christ. Oh, Ken, die. Ken, I don't want to meet oh, your God. I don't, thanks for calling, Ken. I don't want to meet your God. He sounds right. mean, as do all of them. Not just the Christian God, not the, just the Judeo God, but the, the Islamic God, all of them. All of them sound mean that they could allow that to happen. And of course you're not going to go to hell, because that's all nonsense. It's all, it's all nonsense, and it's all bullshine, but why would I want to meet a deity that made my mum's life a misery for 20 years? If, 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 if indeed, it, it, you know, it, she's got MS, and her life has been horrible, because, you know, if there's a dude up there that can stop that happening, then why should I? Oh, it's all down to her, pers- her personal choice. What, what, what personal choice did she have? She's been a really good woman and had a lousy life uh, for, for nearly 30 years, actually. Uh, yeah, well, it's, that's her lesson she's got to learn. What? She's got to learn a lesson of being incontinent and miserable and uh, being completely dependent on other people and not being able to speak or feed herself? Well, that's a lesson? That's a lesson? Oh, don't worry about all those dead babies. They're with Jesus. Well, they should be with their mums and dads and their grandparents, and their brothers and sisters, and their friends. That's who they should be with. Oh, with Jesus. So their mum, so baby's born, dies, and the mum, let's say she's 25, she's got the next 60 years of her life being miserable. That's fair. It's a lesson she's got to learn. Oh, get stuffed. She'll go to heaven. Get stuffed. I don't, listen, this isn't a rant against Christianity. It's a rant against all of them. All of them, all of them, all of them, and I know, and I know it's a slightly simplistic sixth form argument, and I don't really have a problem with religion at all. You know, each to their own. If you want to follow that, that's groovy, man. Don't work for me. I tried it, it didn't work. Um, but if, if you want to follow that, that's great. But then don't come on and spout bullshine like Ken does every single night. 
It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Same as if we, we had an Islamic dude that would come on every single night and spat. It's just exhausting. Um, um, it's not anti-Christian. Ken will see it. It's not, it's not anti-religion. It's just if you're going to phone up and, and spout bullshine to me, I'm going to call you out on it. Okay? Anyway, peace and love. I don't think you could ever be Christian enough, even if you did convert no. to Ken. Because no one can be well, as holy as Ken. No, nah, he's talking rubbish. Good evening, Barney. Hello. Hey, Barney. Is um, 25 minutes and 20 seconds to 11 o'clock the answer you're looking for by any chance? My watch had stopped at 10 o'clock. In, in two, in 10 minutes... No, hang on. Let's get, get the numbers right. Uh, my watch had stopped at 10 o'clock. In two minutes' time, it will be twice as many minutes short of 11 as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. What was the correct time? So what do you say? 25 minutes and 20 seconds to 11 o'clock. So that's 10, 35, and how many seconds? Uh, 40, then. 10.35 and 40 seconds. No, ah. it would be 10.34 and... Oh, yeah, right, thank you. OK, it's, we've got a blooming maths genius on the line here. How have you got that? Um, well, um, obviously, having... Obviously. Double... It's obviously there's an hour-long period, and yes. there's a 25-minute chunk in that. Yeah. Um, if you take that away, you've got 35 minutes, and obviously from the, the end of the 25-minute period up until 11 o'clock... Well, you've not factored in yeah. the, the bit in two minutes' time. Yeah, I have, because... Yeah, I have, I have. Because it will be it will be twenty three minutes and twenty seconds to eleven if you're doing it the first bit and then that's two minutes after twenty five minutes and twenty seconds to eleven o'clock. Sam is uh, works here apparently. I wonder. I just it was like he bought a ticket, a season ticket. But he's <laughs> Sam. Come on, because you disagree. You've just typed up a different answer on my screen. Yeah. So we've got here from Barney. 10.34 and 40 seconds. What have you said? I say it's 10.36. And why, why do you say that? Because in two minutes' time, it's 10.38, which would make it 22 minutes to 11. Right. Y- yeah. Yeah, OK. Sure. And if you go 36, take 25, that's 11 minutes past 10. OK. I sh- maybe I should have said at the beginning of this conversation, I don't have the answer. I'm pretty sure that's... Wait, 36. Wait, what did you say? 22... You know what I'm going to say? I'm right. I know I'm right. But <laughs> I'm just... It's 22... The arrogance of youth. I don't think it would have spare seconds for an eight-year-old's question. But if it's 30... If you take... Uh, but... Uh, but if it's 25... Uh, but, well, can I give you my working out? Yeah, please do! Because uh, uh, this, this did my head in when I should have been spending time with my kids and I'm just sat there huffing and puffing. Go on. Well, from 10 o'clock, there's... Um, 11 minutes and um, 40 seconds, and then there's 25-minute period, and then there's double 11 minutes and 40 seconds, which is 23 minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. And adding uh, 23 minutes and 20 seconds onto 11 minutes and 40 seconds is uh, should be 30... Um, oh, no, I think I missed it. No, have I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barney. This is, that voice, that voice of the Barney there, that's the voice I constantly hear in my head. Oh, no, I think I just messed it up. 
Go on, go on. No, it does add up to 35. Yeah, 35 divided by 3 is 11 minutes and 40 seconds. And, and 35 plus 25 is one hour, so it does make... It does. Yeah, it's 11 minutes and 40 seconds, and then 25 minutes. I'm getting a lot of people... I'm, I'm getting two people hmm. say 10.36. Right. But how does that add up? Because obviously taking away the 25-minute chunk, then there's obviously 35 minutes left over to fill up that hour. So how would you divide that up by three? But hang on. In two minutes' time... Yeah. My watch has stopped at ten. In two minutes' time, it'll be twice as many minutes short of 11. Yeah. So 2.11, as it was past 10 o'clock... Yeah. 25 minutes ago. Yeah, so you've got one period, and then 25 minutes, and then two of that first period up until 11. You see what I mean? There's a length mm. after the 25-minute period up yeah. until 11. Okay. That's double the length of the <laughs> period. <laughs> Sam's <laughs> getting furious with you. All right, listen, Barney, thank you very much. I ten, he said, So Barney is saying, thank you, Barney, 10.34 and 40 seconds. I think the seconds uh I think the, you're right. For an eight-year-old, they're not going to start involving seconds in it, are they? Oh man, do we do these ads? I'm so confused. All right, oh three, Mad, stay there. Come to you in a second. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, really sorry, but we're we're stuck on this math problem oh, for the show. We're doing math tonight. Math special. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. I'm going to tweet it. I've just taken a picture of it, and I'm going to um, I'm going to tweet. I need to connect my hello computer. I'm going to um, I'll, I'll tweet a picture of it in a second. The puzzle. Um, let's go to Maz. Good evening, Maz. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. How are you and Catherine? Well, let's start with Catherine first. How are I'm you? I'm really cold. Sorry. Yeah. This. Studio's oh, gone really cold all of a sudden. You're as cold as ass. Mm-hmm. You're willing to sacrifice. You can borrow my hoodie, actually. Thanks. Yeah. But don't don't make it stink. That's cold already been hands, done. warm heart. There we go. Yep, cold yep. hands, cold ass. Oh, all right, then. <laughs> Listen, I've been thinking. This is what I've been thinking about the show, right? Yeah. It's got very, very lavatorial recently. It's, it really is <laughs> sunk in the gutter. Oh, yeah. So I want to, um, I want to make this show a little bit more mature. Little bit, stay to you, flipping heck. I want to make the show cleaner, more grown up, more family friendly. Okay, oh, you're an idiot. Um, I should probably cut the call now. Then. Oh, oh, well, I t- <laughs> after after this call, then. <laughs> so go on. What what have you got for us, Maz? Well, it was. I was just mainly phoning up about that mass problem. It's not really that hard. Ooh. <laughs> You're dead after school, Maz, you swat. Go on, then. <laughs> With maths, maths is probably the only subject I was actually any good at. Go on. Well, um, obviously, between 10 and 11, there's 60 minutes. Oh, right, um, well, hang on a bit. I'm patronising, love. We know this. No, 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 this is my level. I, just, right. I don't want you right. moaning that I haven't broken it down enough and I've cheated in some way. You've got to show your workings. We all know this. Exactly. Go on. Um, and then you worry about the uh, two-minute difference that it talks about and you take that away from the 60 minutes that leaves you with 58 uh-huh. hang on a minute hang and on a minute it... hang on a minute hang on a minute go just why are you just taking two minutes off of 60 straight away because you mentioned um something about two minute yeah, difference in two, I can't if my watch had stopped at 10 o'clock in two minutes mm-hmm. time 
Mm-hmm. It will be twice as many minutes short of 11 as it was past 10 o'clock 25 minutes ago. What was the correct time? Yes. You're you just taking two to... minutes randomly off. Okay. No, you, you've mentioned well, about in two minutes time. Yeah. So you take those two minutes off of the 60 minutes in the hour. Right. That leaves you with 58. Right. And then you got, what was that, 25 past bit again? I don't, it... I don't know, mate. You claim to know it. You said it, was, you said it was easy, Maz, and now you're struggling. No, I'm not struggling. I only bothered to write down the numbers. I didn't write down the full sentence. All right, right. So, right. so what, do you, you what do you need from me? So whatever part was to do with uh, the 25 minutes. So you have your 58, and then you take the 25 minutes from that. That leaves you with 33. Mark is messaging me saying 46 minutes and 20 seconds. No, it's 10.36. G is saying anyway. it's 10.37. <laughs> Why should we trust you? I'm about to tell you if you let me finish. All right. So then you got your 33 at the end. Yeah. And now you've already stated that it's twice as many minutes to the hour of 11 as it was from the hour of 10. So you speaking, have to divide... Might speaking Chinese to me for all I'm taking <laughs> in of this. Well, you have to divide the 33 into three because you want three-thirds, essentially. Then you give two-thirds <laughs> from... What the 11 and one third. Is this a prank call? This could be a prank call, right? Someone just saying stuff. It's, it's like doing a magic trick to a dog. I'm just sat there going... Ah, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, but do you yeah. know what I really want to say? Yeah, yeah correct. Uh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't put your hand... No, no, no. Don't put your hands in the sleeve holes like that. You'll stretch them. That's a new... No, no, no. I've seriously, tiny wrists. Seriously, don't. No, no, no. I forbid you to do that. I've literally just bought that hoodie. Do not... What she's doing? She's got her hands going in the other sleeves. Like, um, like... Yeah, but you're a... You're no, a no, I've literally, I've bought that. You know I bought that last week. You put it in the pocket. In the pocket. You've stretched... The, 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 the edges are stretching. I haven't! I've worn that five times. If you ruin it, I will be furious. You're a giant... Don't you... pull it! <laughs> you are pulling it! Just don't showing, touch it! Just showing you. Don't touch it! Just showing you. No, no, don't show me. Put your hands in your pockets. I'm not even joking oh, now. Do you know what? Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Turn the heating up for the poor no, lady. Come no, on now. No, no, when she's doing the show, she can have it as hot as she wants. When I'm, doing, when I'm <laughs> driving, listen, I'm driving this truck, I'm in charge of the uh, music, and I'm in charge of the, um, uh, not the AV, that's audio-visual, AC. AC, AC, AC. So, no, you will not be stretching. Some serious points off you. You will not be, we're not, we're not in, we're not on the TV show Four in a Bed. You can't take points off me. Yeah, I'm, I'm deducting 20 quid for that. You can't deduct 20 quid because I don't want you to stretch the sleeves. Spiritual cash, mate. Spiritual cash. my hoodie. I wasn't stretching it. Um, anyway, Maz, please get to the, the point of this before I kill everybody. Oh, now you've made me lose my train of thought. Oh, it's not as easy <laughs> as you thought, is it, Maz? Not as easy. Comes on with the bit of, with the big guns. Wow, this is easy, man. This problem is easy. And then couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Sam, I'm not accepting your answer. I'm afraid I'm not accepting that. Sam, it's good enough for me. Well, because um, I demand perfection. Apparently, in sleeves uh, at least. Yes. Well, yeah, I do. I've had that. That's the worst. I wasn't even stretching it. You put your hands. Up the opposite sleeve, and you sat there like no. that. And what you're going to do over time is you're going to waggle. No. You're going to waggle. And then I'm going to get it. I'm going to have bandy sleeves that won't close around my wrist. And not... it'll be like, well, that was a waste of money. I was not going to wind the bobbin up. That is the only hoodie I've got All right. now. Brand well, new. I hope you'll be very happy together. I will be, because the sleeves will fit me. Catherine just raised her middle finger at me. That is technically um, sexual abuse. 
Um, I watched a really good uh, documentary last night and this morning about... Um, who am I doing an impression of? Here we go. Who am I doing an impression of? This is good. This is good. A dick. Okay, that's fine. You get the, you, you said that. That's clever. Well done. Could you clip that, please, and send it to me, Sam? Her saying a dick. Thank you very much indeed. Because I'm going to have great fun with that clip. Great fun. You hungry, Kath? What do you want? A dick. Ooh. What do you want for Christmas, Kath? A dick. You are... You're screwed. You've just signed your own death warrant. Yeah, except I edit the podcast. So what? No one listens to that. Okay. <laughs> no one listens to the show. So, um, who am I doing an impression of? Jeff Goldblum. No, uh, Robin Williams. Do it again. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm just feeling a bit loose tonight. Watched well, a great documentary about Robin Williams, and uh, I've never seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh. No. Started watching a Christmas film with um, my youngest, Deck the Halls, with um, the wee man, Danny DeVito, and the guy that ran over somebody in Ireland, killed them, Broderick, Matthew Broderick. And watching it, thinking this would be a fun Christmas movie, in the first ten minutes, there are a lot of big booby jokes. A lot of big booby jokes. And I said to my youngest, "Mm, maybe we'll... Maybe we'll find something else, huh? Maybe we'll find something a little bit more approach. So we did. Um, but if you listen to Howard Hughes' show last night, did you did you listen to I it? Fell asleep. You fell asleep. Right. I fell asleep before eleven. Well, I went because I watched the chase, and I knew that the jungle was coming on. I really, I'm, I'm going to do my best to avoid it. I know it's it's almost impossible, but I'm going to do my best to avoid it because I'm sour and I'm bitter. So I went to bed about half eight. Fell asleep, beautiful, fell asleep listening to Bob Mills. It was great. But then I woke up at about 11, and I was wide awake, and I went down and I had some um, bacon and eggs, and a fried slice. <laughs> then I got back to bed, and I went back down, and I had a Horlicks. Anyway, I was doing stuff. But So I was listening to Howie Hughes, right? And um, enough, I had some bullshine on there last It's a great show, Sunday night, 10 o'clock at night till 1 in the morning. And he had this woman on who was like... Um, what do they call a seancer? A medium. A mystic, a medium. And she, a, sh- a charlatan, you mean? She, well, she was doing... Uh, that's libelous, actually, what you've just said there. Really? So you should take that back. No, it's not. You can't libel a whole lot of them. Uh, you can, actually, because they sue. You know they sue. You know one of them sued Yeah, because they were specifically libelled. Well, you specifically libelled her. No, all of them. You, you backpedalling. I'll see you in court. And um, she was talking about how they'd done this... Retreat for Ouija people in England, right? And Howard's going, well, did you get anything verifiable? Did you get any names that you could verify, like ghosts? Right? And she said, well, Howard, we did one sitting and some name, a name and a date came up that meant nothing to us. And we just wrote it on a piece of paper and we left it there. And then the next group came in and the woman sat at the chair and she went, oh, my God, what is who wrote this? And it turned out the name was the name of a dead brother and the date was the date he died. And then she said we did we conducted tests where um, someone would write a colour, a city, and a number on a piece of paper, then fold it up and put it under the Ouija board. Then two people would sit and um, would try and 
detect what was underneath there. And sometimes, uh, many times they got nothing. Sometimes they got one or even two things right on there. Well, I'm guessing they didn't get the city right. I'm guessing they guessed the colour and the number. Bullshit. But anyway, he said, Howard said, can you, because she could, like, channel the spirits as well. Can you channel, can you uh, channel the spirits for me now? And she went, yeah, okay. And this is her channeling the spirits. Hello there. We're happy to be here with you this evening. We know that you're talking to Cad about her time here in the UK. She's very happy to be here with you. And she says that this vibration here is shifting and changing in this country in a great way. Brexit. What's right. happening here is that people are awakening. But you're not seeing it just here. We saw it at the event that Karen was just attending. But we're seeing it actually internationally. And what's happening here even in the studio as we speak is that people are awakening as they hear this. But also Yes. So the spirits are telling us what Karen thinks. Yes. Awakening to their own inner truths. And so what I want to say about Matt and about the one you call... Matt is the producer. Oh, and there we go. And this is the... I've, I've stopped at the best bit. The one you call... Call Howard Hughes. The one you call Howard Hughes. Who also resided in the country of the USA is that they have some challenges that have pushed them into their greatness. And especially Howard. But Matt, right now, too, is making some major decisions. But we say you can do this as long as you go into the vibration of what you believe to be true. And you know the truth, Matt. I know you do. And so we are here to tell you yeah, that you should trust that. Now, we want to tell everybody out there that you out there listening to this have the ability to reach inside the expanses of yourself and find the grand universe within you. That grand universe within you is what allows you to find in your life what it is you desire. The year 2019 for everybody is a time of greater awakening than you had in 2018. You will be shaken up to the core, and this is for everybody in this whole global consciousness. But when you go through this shift and change, you shall find that it will be a quickening and awakening. And this is for everybody that's listening right now. Wow. She was actually speaking with a spirit voice. Incredible scenes. More on that after this. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hello there. We're happy to be here with you this evening. We know that you're talking to Cad about her time here in the UK. She's very happy to be here with you. And she says that this vibration here is shifting and changing in this country in a great way. What's happening here is that people are awakening. But you're not seeing it just here. We saw it at the event that Karen was just attending. But we're seeing it actually internationally. And what's happening here even in the studio as we speak is that people are awakening as they hear this, but also awakening to their 
your own inner truths. And so what I want to say about Matt and about the one you call Howard Hughes, who also resided in the country of the USA, is that they have some challenges that have pushed them into their greatness, and especially Howard. But Matt right now, too, is making some major decisions. But we say you can do this as long as you go into the vibration of what you believe to be true. And you know the truth, Matt. I know you do. And so we are here to tell you that you should trust that. Now, we want to tell everybody out there that you out there listening to this have the ability to reach inside the expanses of yourself and find the grand universe within you. That grand universe within you is what allows you to find in your life what it is you desire. The year 2019 for everybody is a time of greater awakening than you had in 2018. You will be shaken up to the core and this is for everybody in this whole global consciousness. But when you go through this shift and change, you shall find that it will be a quickening and awakening. And this is for everybody that's listening right now. I can't believe what I'm listening to. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. 0344 is the telephone number. I love Howard's show. It was a good one last night. A bit of JFK. A little bit of the old JFK going on as well. That woman there sounded like the kid who's been caught out in class. Yeah. You were not paying attention. Stand up and give us a summary of the book, please. Did you have a good night last night, Kath? Well, good... I told you one more. What? I'm just asking if you had a good... All I'm asking, mate, is if you had a good night. I'm, I'm not your mate. Did you, did you have anything to eat? A dick. Really? Wow. What did you have for dessert? A dick. What? What do you want for Christmas? A dick. What? Where's, where's Kath gone? She's gone. She's just walked out. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> My favourite button is on the rabbit hole page, and it's the letter W. Why is that? A dick. There we go. Um, 0344! thousand is the phone number for the second time in, in as many shows. Catherine has walked out of the studio and has behaved, and I can only apologise for her outrageous behaviour. Let's speak to James, though. James is going to make it cool. Good evening, James. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Um, I'm not sure who I'm talking to, though. OK, well, that's fine. We'll, we'll, um, we'll establish that as we continue. All right, well, um, I was going to talk about the rising crime in London. And where do you live? Derbyshire. What's it got to do with you? Oh, well, (laughs) uh, Britain is a small country. It's not, it's huge. You tried walking it? Uh, It's smaller than Switzerland. Okay, it's bigger than... I don't know. It's it's a big place. Why are you worried about the violence in London? Clearly, are you not? <laughs> I don't live in London, so no. And no, I'm not even even when I did live in London, wow. I didn't I didn't worry about it. Wow, really? Wow. Ooh, now uh, okay, so let's say I am. But why are you wor- why are you worried about it, man? If we listen, there's there's so many things. If we worried about all of them, we wouldn't leave our front doors, would we? 
How about, I want to know why it's risen from, uh, well, why it's spiked, well, why violent crime has spiked since 2016 in London. Well, you don't really want to know that. Uh, how about I do? Um, how about you telling me what benefit it would be to you if you knew the answer to that question? If I knew the answer to that question, it would, um, you know... <laughs> how would it improve what? your life, knowing the answer to that question about what, why violent crime has spiked? What, what, what would you do differently if you had the answer to that? Well, it may um, say whether I want to stay in this country or whether I want to move country. No, it wouldn't. So the answer to the question, why has violent crime spiked in London, a place that... What, how, many, how many hundreds of miles away are you from London? I don't know. I don't care. Okay, so you're in. You're <laughs> I mean, in Derbyshire. You're no, in Derbyshire. No, like no, no, no. I started this call by saying that Britain is a tiny country. No, you didn't. Any you, other country. You, you didn't. Yes, you, that's what I said. That's not how you started this call. Uh, yeah, because the nope. rise in violence in London. No, nope, that's not how you started this call. Okay, how did I start it? You started it by saying, "I don't know who I'm talking to." Well, okay. All right, lack of help. Who am I talking to? Well, we might establish that as the conversation continues. That's not important right Let's now. Let's do that. Let's do that. What do you, what's really worrying you? You're not going to move out of the country because there's a, a, a spike in violent crime in London. Oh, of course I will. Of course I where, will. Where are you going to go? Switzerland. Zurich. Do you speak um, the lingo? What do they speak there? I German? I have, I have the money where I don't need to do that. Ah, so arrogant as well as stupid. <laughs> I don't need to be arrogant. I have it's the money. The, I've the, already been in Zurich before. I've had a. Um, I've you've already... never, you've never been to Zurich in your life. Oh wow, really? I've you had, have I've never had, been to Zurich I've in had, your life. I've had surgery in Zurich in 2015. I you've never. You, I can show you the papers. You've never. I'd like to see the papers. Yeah. Yeah, please please send me your um, email address. We can do this. Ian at ianlee.com. All right. We can do this, my friend. We can do this. What did you have surgery on? Jaw surgery. Okay, what was wrong with your jaw? Kept moving too much? Too far, too far. Bullshit was coming out of it? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Do you know who you're talking to yet? No. Right. Well, you're a double idiot. Shall I tell you why? Oh, wow. Okay. Shall I tell you why you're a double idiot and why you're, you're the most unobservant person I've ever spoken to? Shall I tell you why? Oh, my goodness me. Yeah. Shall I tell you why you're a double idiot and the most unobservant person I've ever spoken to? Carry on, please, yes. Okay, make sure you're listening this time. I told you my name. I told you my first name twice and I told you my surname once. Yeah, uh, is it not? <laughs> I didn't recognise it, by the way. I said it. I said my first name twice. Yeah, but I, I didn't recognise it. It doesn't matter. When people tell me their names, if I don't recognise it, I still register it. I don't um, recognise... I don't know who you are either. So what? Righty who? I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a very bizarre situation. I don't know if we should kind of... Restart. Okay, let's restart. Let's go to James. James is on the line. Good evening, James. Hi. <laughs> so, if we're going to talk about the rising crime in London, are we? I think that Theresa. Well, 
Well, I am. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, I'm going to listen, and if I hear anything of any interest, I'll chip in. But otherwise, I'm going to sit this one out and listen to your monologue. Rightio. Because I live closer to London than you do, and I'm not afraid by the. Inc- I don't worry <laughs> about the violence in London. Uh, what part of London do you live in, by the way? I didn't say I lived in London anymore. So you, but you live closer to London than me. Certainly, yes. But you're not afraid of the rising crime in London. No, I'm not afraid of the rising crime in London. So you don't live in London. Well, just to make just to make things clear, you don't actually live in. London. I do not live in London anymore. <laughs> so you, you, of course, you're not afraid of the rising crime in London. Well, no. But you don't because live you in don't London. Live you live further away from London. And you're afraid of it? Uh, I make business trips to London. You make what? Business trips to London. I work in London five days a week, sometimes six days a week. I bring my kids into London. Yet you aren't afraid no. of the rising crime in no. London. No, no, I'm not. So, yeah, I'm sorry. You bring your kids into a situation where they could be killed. Hey, listen, my kids wake up in the morning, they're in a situation where they could be killed. Have you seen how dangerous kitchens are these days? Have you seen... You know the number... Do you know oh the number... Goodness. Do you know the number of people that die from tripping down the stairs in their <laughs> slippers? That's not even I'm a joke. I'm recording this, by the way. I'm broadcasting it, so I got one up on you. Yes. <laughs> you think... I'm sorry, you think this is one up on me? You have just admitted to bring your children yes. into a situation yes. where they could be killed... And for what? For 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 um for, for PC for political correctness? No, 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 not for PC. No, we've got a Mac. No, I do it for theatre. I do it for experiences. I do it for life. But like I say, there's more chance of them tripping down the stairs in their slippers and breaking their necks than there are of them being killed in London. That's a fact. It could well be. It could well be. So what exactly are you scared of? Are you scared of... Um, let's, let's try and narrow this down. Because I've got an idea, but I, wanna, I wanna, don't want to do you a disservice. Are you scared That's of fine. Islamic jihadis? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. As a gay male, I am. Okay. Um, I don't... Okay, so, you, so you're scared of Islamic jihadis... Right. Well, yes, because they actually do say that they want to kill yeah, yeah. any homosexual. Well, they also want to kill any infidel, so they would kill me as well. Uh, yeah, but they actually. <laughs> I don't think there are any. I don't think any of the recent Islamic. I'm speaking about in this country. I know abroad it's slightly different, but I don't think any of the recent Islamic um, <laughs> terrorist atrocities in this country have been targeted at the gay community. I don't think. I don't think. I think the last that's true. Kind that's of targeted true. bomb no, towards the gays was the um, the one in Soho, like in the eighties or the nineties, the Dunk the the Duncan pub or something. It was called. The, that was the last one. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, what you said is true. Yeah. But, yeah. But I understand uh, your fear. I of course I understand yeah, your fear. No, I, under- I, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Let me correct that. I don't understand your fear. No, I'll leave it there. I don't understand your fear, but I'm aware it's slightly different for you as a gay man versus me well, as a heterosexual man. Uh, well, my fear comes from the poll from Charles Thor that said that, um, that came from the, uh, Muslim, the British Muslim community that said that, I thought so. that 52%. Well, you already know this poll, surely. No, I don't. 52%. I don't watch TV news. 
because it's it, it's made to it's made to scare people. It's made to scare. Well, it was it was from the Guardian. Okay, well, I don't. I, so it's, 50, no, it's all made to scare people. All right. Well, fifty-two percent of the British Muslim community said that homosexuals not only should be um, yeah. they weren't only on board with gay marriage. Right. That homosexuals. But loads of people who aren't Muslim. Illegal. Loads of people who aren't Muslims aren't on board with gay marriage. I'm wondering why you are supporting bigotry t- towards my sexuality. Um, well, you carry on wondering that, and then when you when you wonder something that actually makes sense, I'll answer it. Uh, there are loads of people who aren't Muslims who <laughs> oh, are... Oh, really? Yeah. There are loads of people who aren't Muslims who are anti-gay. Of course there are. And I anti-gay marriage. And I experienced that, of course. Of course you have, and I'm sorry you have. No one should, no one should experience that. But for, I've nowhere near 52% of the population. And I'm wondering why you are, you are supporting this bigoted view against the way I was born, the intrinsic way I was born. What's really going on? What's happened to you today? Something's happened to you today, hasn't it, James? Excuse me? I'm wondering... Really? This is extraordinary. That I have to that I have to actually fight for my right to exist on okay. a radio station in Britain well, in no, 2008. No, no one has no one has a right this to be no one, has, no one has a right but to I'm be sure No one has a fielding. No one has a Don't right. Don't you worry. Okay. Don't you worry. I'm not worried of, I'm not worried about you. You're drunk and you'll forget this in the morning. But no one has a right to be on a radio oh. station. Excuse me. I'm drunk because I want to fight for my right to exist. Okay, now you're just rambling. No one has the right to be I'm on a radio rambling? station. Yes, you are. You're rambling. No one has the right to to be on a radio station. It's a privilege. Wow. You've got the, you, you. You are privileged. Of it's not a privilege. Of course, it's not. No, I completely agree with that. Yes, it's, it's well. You just contradicted what I said and said you you completely agree with me. It's a privilege for you to be on this radio station. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a right. No, of course not. Okay. You d- you don't think that I have a right to exist? Clearly. Okay. Well, again, when you say something, I, I, I tell you what, I'll only respond to the sensible things that you say. Okay. I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you, and you're going to hate me for it, but it's a really important question that you may not answer tonight. You may not answer to me ever, but I think it's going to plant a seed in your head, and it's going to bring something up for you either tonight or tomorrow, or maybe next month or next year. Okay? Can I, may I ask you this question? That might sound impertinent, but it's it's said right. with love. Okay. Okay. Why do you hate yourself so much? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't. Okay. The seed is planted. That's all I'm going to say. I don't hate myself at all. I'm completely proud of the way I am. I don't. I don't feel that. I don't. I doesn't feel like I'm talking to someone who's proud. Someone who's cowering in fear is talking of moving to another country. Someone who had to get um, um, oh, unless it's a medical me. condition, which I apologise. Someone who had to get drunk to come on the air and say these things. I'm hearing not a proud person, wow. but very. Let me finish, and then you can come back as strong as you want. I'm hearing. Oh, I'm hearing not a proud person, but I'm hearing a very lonely, a very scared young boy. Um, that's desperate to be loved. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so is that your defence of blasphemy laws? Blasphemy laws? Yes. Literally... We've just been talking about Islamic laws that would have me killed. Right. And your defence 
is that I'm apparently a scared, lonely boy. Yeah. Nothing to do with blasphemy. Not quite sure where you're going with that. Well, I've recorded the whole conversation. I'm broadcasting it. their own minds up. I'm broadcasting it. It's going out on the yeah, radio now. It is, absolutely. It yes, is. It yeah. is. So I win. We're oh, recording it as well. Oh dear. We've got a bigger oh tape dear. player than you. Um, oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right, James. Listen, it's been fun talking to you, man. It's not been... Oh, yes, OK. It has been fun, yes. OK, bye-bye. Take care, man. Bye-bye. I feel sorry for that guy. There's something going on there, and I couldn't get to it. There's something going on there. It had nothing to do with knife crime. No, no. And I, there were, no, I feel sorry for that guy. Uh, there was something there, but I enjoyed it. What did you do when you were out there? A dick. Now, oh, come on. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, The Late Night Alternative. Don't forget this Sunday... We're screening American movie. Fingers crossed we can have the director. He's also the director that made the um, uh, Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman documentary. Hopefully he's going to join us on Skype, but I've got to check with him on Wednesday whether he's free because he's filming um, and he's in New York City. So we'll see. If you want tickets, ianlee.com slash event. Uh, ianlee.com slash event. And don't forget, join me on Twitch. Twitch is where it's happening. It's where he streamed the rabbit hole on Saturday. Twitch.tv slash ianlee. Uh, you can subscribe. If you've got Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to me for free. And there's links there to buy T-shirts, the Imani Coppola CD, all that kind of stuff. 0344. We think we... 1036, people are saying, is the answer to this. I'll, I'll accept that. Why not? Why not? 0834 499... Did I say it right? Yeah. Oh, no, 0344. Put an 8 in there, didn't I? Oh, an idiot. <laughs> 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, I don't even know if we've talked about anything yet. We'll start the show in a minute. Let's talk to Louise first. Good evening, Louise. Good evening. How are you guys? Good. Thank you, Louise. What have you got for us? Um, well, I'm just a little concerned, Ian. Um, you know, I seen you on Saturday at yeah. the, the rabbit hole. Yes. And, you know... Your legs. I'm just wondering when you're going to be able to... You are to a filthy liar. You are a troll and you are a liar. She took a picture of me with my flask and she tweeted that there were beans in there like I was some sort of sick child molester. I did not have <laughs> beans in there. I would not do such a thing. Food does not belong in a, in a flask. Catherine will tell you because I had a, we, we were drinking it as we were driving down. It was cough. Pure and simple. It was coffee. That was it. You, they were not you beans. You told me it was sup. They you were, told me it was No, sip. I did not. I, I didn't know what sup is. What's sup? What's up? What's up? up? What's up? <laughs> no, when do you come off your crutches? None of your, none of your beeswax. Oh no, that's that's just Rudy and. Yeah, well, that's that's just the way it goes, Louise. Thank you very much oh. for your call, you troll, online troll. Reported. Um, reported. But then they went. Her and um, Noah, who came, very kindly came to see the show in Bath, and thank you to everyone who came. Really lovely, lovely audience. Really nice, respectful audience. Tolerant. Tolerant. <laughs> Very tolerant audience. Um, but her and Noah then went and stayed, I think, on like a houseboat. They'd rented a houseboat to stay on, right? First of all, that sounds brilliant. I've always wanted to sleep on a boat, but a boat on the sea. But yeah, se- houseboat. Se- yeah, yeah, houseboat. <laughs> but um, secondly, I bet I was flipping cold, man. A houseboat in November, because it was cold that mm-hmm. night. 
That was yeah. a cold, old night. But I bet it was bobbing, bobbing them to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that sound filthy? Because you're a naughty, you're a naughty, naughty lady. You're a naughty lady. Uh, what you got for us, Boyley? Loads of stuff. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. For the first time tonight, uh, halfway through the show, the switchboard is empty. So now is an excellent time to give us a call. I haven't got anything now. Right. Here we go. Well, here's here's all, all the all the run up to the show trying to work out that maths problem. So I've not done any actual work. All right. Well, here's real love. This is a story of real love. Yeah. A widow will have her dead husband a, skinned. A widow? Yes, actually. Okay. And a widow. Yeah. A weirdo. Yeah. We'll have a dead husband skin so she can hang his tattoos on the wall. When tattoo artists... Hang on, walls. Yeah. What did you just say? Yeah, I did. She's going to have him skinned. So she can ha- keep his tattoos on the wall as works of art. Tattoo artist Chris Wenzel, 41, knew he was going to die, so he asked his wife Cheryl if his ink-adorned skin could be removed if and preserved. Ink-ador? Ink-adorned. Oh, I think it's ink-ador. Ink-ador. Inkador. Could okay. be removed and preserved before he was buried. Yeah. He wanted his children and grandchildren to be able to admire the artwork for years after he'd gone. Why not take a photo? They've got cameras, haven't they, these guys? You can hang a picture on the wall. A tattoo is something that has been done for hundreds of years. It's just preserving so. it. Yeah, I suppose so. They used to do that in, um, like, I'm going to say Aztec times. I bet they did that in Aztec times. They did all kinds of things in Aztec times I wouldn't do now. Yeah, well. Quetzalcoatl. Like e- yes. Like eating um, beans, rice and beans, a whole season. I do that now. I do Can't that. you be doing it tonight? Do that now. Um, what other um, Aztec gods can we think of? Quetzalcoatl. Mm. Well, Ramesses was Greek. Or was uh, Egyptian. Egyptian. Well, Montezuma was the emperor, but was he? He's also a living god, wasn't he? Mm, I used to know loads of the uh, Amazon, the um, Aztec gods. I thought they were fascinating. Quetzalcoatl is the only one we got, guys. Okay, carry on. As you were. As you were. According to CTV Saskatoon, he'd been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, a disease that causes a faster, irregular heartbeat, and died in his sleep in October after complaining of chest pains. His devoted wife discovered a family business in the US that specialises in preserving tattoos of the dead. Specialises? Like, that's all its business. Kyle Sherwood, who runs the company with his dad, told CTV Saskatoon... Tattoos, you know, tell a story about a person. By the way, after, as soon as you finish reading this story, try and get Kyle on the show. I want to speak to this. Kyle Sherwood. Yeah, I want to speak to this guy. This Hasn't sounds... mentioned the name of the company. That's the this, problem. Well, I don't know. There's a thing called... Um, what's the app I've got on my phone now? Where you type something in and... There's quite a lot of Kyle Sherwoods before you start being sarcastic. No, there's, a th- there's an app and you type in... Um, oh, what's it called? A dick. No, it's not. that Google. That's it. That's it. Google. And if you type in... A dick. No, Kyle Sherwood into Google. Don't type in that for goodness sake. Type in Dark Carl Shed into Google and tattoo. That will narrow it. Oh, yes, man. Oh, I can't even look at her now. Oh, she's got, Keep she's talking, got, I dare oh. you. <laughs> I can't look at her. She's really... Oh! If you Google... A dick. No! I'm going to turn around. Please don't be looking at me. If you Google Carl Sherwood and tattoos, then you just might find something. Continue with your story, please. I'm enjoying it. Please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. <laughs> come on, come on. It's a bit of fun. It's a little bit of banter. It's late night banter. Thinking of changing the show's title to uh, Late Night Bands. Oh, my God. With Ian and Kathy. Like, oh. 
just as it up it makes it feel a bit like a pop like virgin or um... so my name's not Kathy oh it don't matter late night bants with Ian and Kathy coming at you um, I'm uh... come at you in a minute karate chop you in the windpipe <laughs> I'm not even joking, mate. Okay. Let's have the rest of this story before you Google Carl Shelford. I'm not Googling it. I'll Google it then, you dick. Kyle. Go on, carry on. Nope. Tattoo. Found him. Have you? Let's have a look. That's none of your business. Oh, oh, let me see, though. I'm... I'm... I found him. No, you haven't. You oh. found more, more stories about Carl Sherwood. The same story. Well uh. done. Um, I found the name of the company. Why don't you give him a ring? Um, okay, fine. Go on then. Zero, zero, one. Oh, um... Watch this, it might be closed. Oh, I can't. They go to another school, you wouldn't know them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I found their website. Yeah, of course you did. Well, yeah, I found their flipping website. Yeah. On then. All right. Give well, them a got... ring. Have they got a phone? No, I... they haven't got a phone. I can't actually find a phone number. Oh. Well, try this app. It's called Google. Answer, read, finish, finish your story now. Kyle Sherwood, who Ian's about to speak to, said, Tattoos, you know, tell a story about a person. And for someone to get something tattooed on them, they're displaying for life. You know, it means something to you. You wouldn't bury a Picasso, and that's what some of these pieces are. I've got it here, save my ink dot tattoo. Yeah, the, the phone number's not on that website, mate. Well, there's a contact thing. You writing that now? I'm going to their Facebook page. Carry on reading the story. Right, forget it. Go in the pool. Evening, Paul. Hello, Ian. Hello, Cass. A bit tense here, Paul, um, if I'm honest. I- Ian, before yeah. I ask um, um, my go at the quiz, do you mind if I ask Cass Sorry? a question? I don't mind at all. He's not my keeper. I don't mind. Ignore Cass. her manners. I might mind if you ask me a question. Try, though. Kath, what did you have in your flask at the live show at the weekend? I didn't have a flask. Ian had one and he's very selfish and wouldn't share. I did share. That's just a lie. I did. It was coffee. Ian? It was half deep. What, what, what did Kath have in her flask at the weekend? Um, it's funny you should ask. You dare. <laughs> you dare. What? What did she have, Ian? You're going to gang up on me with this stranger. I'm not a stranger. Yeah, you are. Don't know you from I Adam. I did that. I did call as Guess Who once. I still don't guess you. You didn't guess me. No. Ian, can I have a guess at the the quiz answer? I've got a mouthful of sausage. Huh? Of course you can. What's the quiz? What quiz? What's he talking about, quiz? It's the question that you're asking. Oh, what? Um, what, what are we asking? What, the, oh, the number, number Wang? That, yes. Yeah. Right. Huh? Is the answer India? You're a troll. You're a horrible, vile troll, for goodness sakes. Outrageous. Disgusting. Disgusting, man. Um... Sorry, Catherine, what were you saying? Nothing, I finished. Okay. Did you get the guy's phone number? No. I'm not not joining in. I'm not helping you, because you're more than capable. Are you ringing him now? Yeah, I am, actually, yeah. Come on, you've got to do the story with Alex. No. Like, Come on, don't be a bell cheese. I won't hit the dick button anymore. Come on. you got to do the story, because I don't know what the story was. I wasn't listening. Yeah. 
man. Answer the answer the answer the freaking phone. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Three, three. Whoa! Zero, hey, eight. hey, hey. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello, Save My Ink Forever. This is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle uh, calling from the UK. We're on talk radio right now. If you want to listen to prove that we're le- legit and not just freaks, well, it doesn't actually narrow it down that much, you can go to talkradio.co.uk, talkradio.co.uk. Uh, we're on the air now, and we're reading the story. Well, we're reading a story about what you guys do, and I'm kind of sat here scratching my head. It sounds weird. It sounds bizarre. It sounds fascinating. Um, and we'd love to have a chat. I will give you a call in a couple, about five minutes or so. Uh, all right, thanks a lot, man. Cheers, bye. So I think this is what they do. This is this is what they do the whole time: is they remove tattoos. So it's the they must. It's the They've flesh. Got to flay someone. Flay. That's it, yeah. isn't it? That is it. That's what they do. He's just read that. I've just typed him a message on Facebook, and he's just seen it. Um, so maybe our, our number probably came through as withheld and. He says he hasn't got very good reception in the store, but we'll, we, we will uh, we will try and uh, get them on. Uh, as I get older, I soften to tattoos. I soften to tattoos. I used to be very anti-body art, but as I get older, I think mm, I think I could I could carry off a tat. I think I could do a tat. A little little thing there on my wrist. Oh God! Why bother? Sorry. Why bother? What do you mean? Well, why bother? Um, I'll draw one on for you if you want. He gave me the wrong number. Oh, they don't want to draw. Okay, well, let's draw something on as um, let's draw something on as Give a practice. A There's one there. I know exactly so what I'm going to draw. Oh no, 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 no! I know what you. I know exactly what you're going to draw. A dick. No, not letting you anywhere near me. All right, let's let's try this guy's number now. He's what is it? Zero zero one. Yep. Now that he's given me the right number. Give me the right hump. As well, this poor, poor person is gonna uh, wonder why. Why did I get left a message about a radio show with some assholes? Imagine if this was the wrong number as well. He just kept giving me the wrong number. Hello. Hey, is that Kyle? It is. Hey, man, this is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Thank- I've just been chatting on Facebook. You're live on talk radio in the UK. Um, <laughs> wh- how are you doing, man? You are right? Oh, yeah, I can't complain. Another day above the green, man. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, and what do- we're-, we're about 20 minutes to uh, 25 minutes to midnight here. What time have you got over there? Uh, it is about 6 40. Okay. Well, listen, we, 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 we're, we're talking about talking to Carl from Save My Ink. We've been reading a story that to us seems very, very bizarre. Catherine, do you just want to give us a little bit of the background? Yeah, it's in the Daily Mirror, one of our online, one of our online newspapers over here, and it's talking about a widow who's um, getting you to preserve her husband's tattoos. And apparently it's something you specialise in. We're talking specifically about the Wenzels. Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl's yeah. been talking to, to the press about it. Because this guy mm-hmm. had a lot of really kind of intricate bodywork and he didn't want it to be lost forever. Is that, so is that, right, story, right. Is that story right, Kyle? 
That is correct. Yeah, Amazing. he uh, he was a tattoo he was a tattoo artist. Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, so because of the size uh, and, and the amount of uh, tattoos he's going to have preserved, I actually flew there myself. Wow. Uh, to oversee the operation, um, and then hopped back on a on a plane and. Uh, yeah, we're we're in the process of uh, preserving them as we speak. Man, this is incredible. How how do you do it? I've got I I, I can cannot even begin to imagine what you do. I, well, I can. I, I, this might sound gross, and I don't mean it to. Do you do you take the skin off of the 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 person? Yeah, it's sur- it's surgically excised. Wow! And do you do that, or do you get a surgeon in to do it? No, I, I do it. I'm a, I'm a mortician myself, so wow. I uh, I have some experience with a scalpel. <laughs> wow. I love the matter-of-fact way you say it. So um, let's talk about this, this this gentleman. What's his name, Catherine? The, the... Uh, his name is Chris Wenzel. So, so Chris, I mean, how much of him is tattooed? And are you taking... Are you? T- I don't want to sound insensitive. So if I say something that's insensitive, just just tell me, and I'll, I, you know, I don't really know how to, to phrase this. Are you taking? Oh my God, I can see his body. That's amazing. Are you taking all of his skin off? Uh, yeah. And um, and then what do you? So it was it was done it was done in sections. Okay, right. Okay, well, okay. You don't kind of. So I, I didn't I didn't walk out of there with like a a, a jumpsuit of no. skin. No, it was. It won't be Chris was, shaped. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, it was in sections. Okay. And then, then what do you do with it? I'm assuming you have to preserve it in some way. What What's the process after you've taken the skin off? Well, so basically what happens is it, it, it's shipped back to us and then our preservation process takes place. Uh, it takes us roughly three months or so. And then, um, we uh, frame it, it, and all of our framing is up to archival standards. So UV protective glass, all wow. of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you check out our uh, our website, uh, SaveMyInk.Tattoo. Yeah. I mean, you can see some of the work that we've done. Um, you know, a, a lot of these you, you wouldn't even you wouldn't know that it is what it is if you walked by it and saw it in someone's house. You know, it looks like a piece of art, and that's kind of what we're we're going through uh, for, which is why we won't do um, any face tattoos, any right. general tattoos, anything like that, because we try to keep it, you know, as dignified as possible. Uh, the way that a lot of people look at it is, you know, some of these uh, tattoo artists are, you know, of course it's a different medium, but they're considered, you know, Picasso's or Rembrandt. Oh, some of, of it the, is some of know, it is art. Industry. Yeah, a lot of it is right, actual exactly. stunning art, and to, to to lose that to a cremation or a burial seems seems criminal. Right. So, um, yeah, you wouldn't burn a, a Picasso, you know. So um, that's kind of what we're uh, what we're trying to do here. Um, so this was honestly probably the largest. Uh, tattoo preservation, um, really since like the yakuza uh, suits that you see in the in the museum. Wow! And what what? When did you get into it, Carl? You say you're a, a mortician. When did you think? Ah, do you know what this this this? I want to do a bit more. What 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 was the decision? Uh, to be quite honest with you, um, it's probably a night out with a couple of buddies. You know, having a few <laughs> drinks because. No, no good story starts off with so I had a salad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but no. So, um, a, a 
one of our buddies kind of mentioned, he's like, hey, you know, uh, it would be kind of cool, like, if I could if I could save this, you know, tattoo. And, you know, initially we kind of, kind of laughed it off a little bit, but uh, being in the funeral industry and having that funeral background, we kind of thought about it and we said, you know what, we could have something here. You know, um, tattoos, more and more people are getting tattoos. The, the social uh, taboos um, regarding, you know, tattoos – uh, those walls are starting to be broken down. Yeah. You know, all walks of life now have tattoos, whether, you know, lawyers, doctors. It's not just for, you know, uh, inmates and, and military. Yeah. It's, it's anybody. Um, and we said, you know, I, I've got, you know, some tattoos myself, and it's like I know how much they mean to me. You know, tattoos tell a story about you. Um, that you're having it on you for life. So, and it's not just the tattoos for yourself. I mean, generally, tattoos can be dedicated to, to family members. And, you know, so we kind of tapped into that where we said, you know, versus having, you know, an urn or a, a tombstone, you could literally have a, a, a piece of your loved one yeah. with, you know, an imagery that they carried on you that, you know, could represent something dear to you. Is there... Is there? A, well, obviously it's legal. I would have thought there would have been some kind of legal issue about removing bits of a of a body and keeping it well, after that, they died. That, that's where. Well, no, because think about it. What are ashes? I mean, that's ashes I said, are yeah. someone are, are someone in a jar. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. yeah you know, it's, it's I mean, a great way to describe it. You got to you got to break it down to you know the fundamentals of of what it is. Yeah. You know. Um, it's no different, but that's why, that's why our our, uh, our legal team came in, and um, you know we have paperwork uh, that the family fills out and, and and so forth that obviously keeps things legal. And, and how's business going, Carl? You busy? Oh yeah, yeah. We are we are very busy. Um, you know, more and more is taking off. Of, well, just like this, you know, people people are now actively seeking us out yeah. um, because it is so unique. Um, you know, I mean, you either love it or you hate it. If you hate it, honestly, I don't care. Um, <laughs> now, <it's> just... <laughs> your website says as well that it's available in the UK. Do, 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 you, yeah. what, do you do so the UK? Anybody listening in the UK, you want it done, uh, yeah, we can do it. All right. Hey, listen, man. Well, I've just tweeted your website and your Facebook page. Um, and you know what? We, we we put this out as a podcast as well. So we'll put this in the podcast tomorrow. Know. And I'll, I'll send you the link tomorrow, man, so you can put it on your Facebook page if you want. Hey, Carl, th- thank you so much for responding. What were you doing responding so quickly on Facebook? That was instant. You should be busy. Uh, because technology is awesome. It goes right to my phone. There you go. I'm, I'm actually getting uh, the flinger face for my wife right now. We're supposed to go to our wedding photo uh Reveal. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. When did you get married? Uh, October 13th. Oh, man, congratulations. congratulations. Oh, fa- and what, so yeah. you're off now to go and look at the photos? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, 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 well. Bl- Let listen. this man go, otherwise. Yeah, well, otherwise the, the marriage will be over. <laughs> um, oh, well, bless you for stopping <laughs> right, and talking. Before talk- it even starts, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, listen, I hope you enjoy the photos. Congratulations on the wedding, Kyle, and bless you for coming on so quickly. We'll send you the link uh, to the podcast tomorrow. Thanks so much, man. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. If there's anything else you guys need, you know how to get a hold of me. Dude, definitely. Thank you. Kyle's Kyle there. What a nice guy. The, the website, I've got all the website and everything here. It's uh, savemyink.tattoo. Um, it does it in the UK as well. I, you know what? After talking to him, I mean, I still think it's a bit weird. But if your loved one dies, it'd be nice to have a bit of them 
on the wall, wouldn't it? In a, in on your, the wall? In your wallet. Well, you know I want to get my cat stuffed. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> Velvet's getting stuffed God. every night. No. Oh. oh, God, really? Velvet's getting stuffed. Um, so, yeah, I'd have a... Like a little trophy, a little head. <laughs> Sticking out on a on a wooden thing, sticking out on that. Could do that, Instead couldn't I? Instead of a moose, you could hang your hat on her. Oh, I could do that. That's not a bad idea. Thank you for that. It's a terrific idea. That's a good idea. Thank you. Um, I was going to have a little curled up on the sofa, and people would come and stroke her, and then yeah, that's horrible. Don't do that. Don't pull that face about my little girl. You've met and her. I'm, t- I'm not. She's adorable, but you know, dead cat on the sofa, flipping it. Really. Um... I like that. I enjoyed that a lot. What a nice guy. That's what made it sound... That's what adjusted my thoughts on it. He sounded like a really nice guy. He didn't sound like a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He sounded like he knows what he's doing. And he's a mortician and... It all goes to waste. Yeah. <laughs> it does, though, doesn't it? But he's right as well. I love that description of ashes. It's just a dead person my in a jar. grandma's in a wardrobe at the moment. James is... <laughs> can let her out. She is. We can't until um, the probate's um... done. James has just tweeted, I don't know who I was talking to at Talk Radio, but they didn't believe I lived in Zurich. Pretty bizarre. Okay, mate. 0344, thank you, Kyle. Lived? I thought you went for an operation. Save... Thank you, Catherine. Savemyink.tattoo. I've just tweeted the link, so go and and send those guys some love. Uh, 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Kyle there, um, off to see his wedding photos, and Catherine and I are just reminiscing about how rubbish our respective wedding photos are. And how expensive they are. We got our wedding, my wedding photos were were such a disappointment. Uh, I don't, it's like, it's like, Two grand, mm-hmm. something like that, and and that's if you don't go for all the tantalising yeah. upgrades. And they weren't, they weren't very good. We got better photographs. This is not an exaggeration. From my brother-in-law, who he's not a photographer, but he is a he's a keen amateur. He likes taking photos. We got better photos from Matthew. Yeah, um, more interesting, less cliche, all that cliched stuff. And we said that we don't want to do the cliche stuff. No, no, no. We'll just. Uh, uh, and he just took those. Uh, oh, it was it was terrible. Ours, um, we had like the official ones, and we had a guy doing sort of candid shots that, w- that were a lot of those were beautiful. Yep. The candid ones because it captured people talking to each other rather than everyone just standing in a row, like you know, team team shot. Our photographer, though, uh, what did he do? Okay, so I asked him when you know you go and discuss your needs and your requirements and stuff. I said, okay, well you can come and take pictures at my mum and dad's house, but my dress is not one that I have to be helped into. So there's yeah. no need. There's not going to be any lace-up shots or anything like that. Yeah. Besides which, I mean, what are they for? Um, so you don't need to be there, and you certainly don't need to come upstairs. First things first. Came straight upstairs, barged in. So is this, my your, dad is had, this your husband? No, the, the photographer. photographer. Sorry, my just... dad hadn't seen me in the dress. I wanted my dad to see me in my dress. I wanted us to be on our own. Of course, yeah. the photographer, you know, it kind of ruined moments. We... And then when we got to the hotel, they stood us on someone else's red carpet. Oh, no. Yeah, and they turned up and we're saying, this isn't ours, this isn't ours. It's all right, it's all right, it's fine, I've arranged it. He hadn't arranged it. And uh, ours, um, we missed we missed the harpist. We had a harpist. We missed the harpist. Because we were, we were going, can we go and... We missed all the people going into the... Uh, yeah. um, and also... You've got to buy them and their assistant dinner. They got, did you have to do a dinner for yours? I think so. I know what. You're getting paid two grand for an afternoon's work. 
Um, bring some sandwiches. Here's another thing. Bring some sandwiches. We got married in Bedford, right, uh, in a really nice hotel. But the main feature of Bedford is the river and like lovely bridges. And it was in July. That was, the, you know, the whole place was in bloom. It was gorgeous. We weren't allowed to go and have our pictures taken by the river because it was a Saturday. So there'd be people there. It's like, whoa, hang on a minute. What? That's the whole point. Flip it. I don't. I. The biggest. I won't, scam I won't bother again. Ever. The professional wedding photographer. I'm sorry, guy. Unless you want to phone in and defend yourself, 0344 499 The biggest scam. The biggest waste of money I've ever spent. Yeah, and then they try and get you to upgrade on it. Have a leather album. Why? I've looked at it about three times. And this was pre-digital photography, yeah. so nowadays your mates could probably get better yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the best photos are the ones when you leave, like, you go to weddings and they have, like, a, a half a dozen instant cameras on the, those, the table. Yeah. And you just, or, uh, you know, disposable cameras. Mm-hmm. And you take the pictures and you send them off and you've you got all your mates having a laugh. Yeah. Perfect. That's what you want. You want a nice picture of the dress. You want a nice picture of the, the suit, the church or wherever. It's that. And then just everyone having a laugh. A waste of money. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to become a wedding photographer and I'm going to, um, I'm going to make an f- absolute fortune um jacqueline says ten forty-three. incorrect julie says ten thirty-six. i think julie is uh i think we're we're, we're we're assuming consensus is 36 but we don't quite know why no absolutely no idea why uh whatsoever um gosh well, a, considering we had a guest drop out um we've had a pretty good uh, i've got another hour to go no oh, nuts we've had a pretty good Two hours of radio. That means we can let our foot off the gas ever so slightly and do a slightly limp last hour before Paul Ross comes in and wipes the floor with us. Um, and his show's going to be a good one tonight because um, when his producer came in, she turned the radio down so that we couldn't hear James Whale. And as soon as we got up to leave, she switched the radio off. Yeah, who needs the news? Who? Ne- yeah, who needs to listen to the rest of the output on this crazy station? Huh? Or to know if the station's on air? Yeah. Anyway, it's um. Yeah, look at Sam looking down. Sam doesn't want to get involved in the argy-bargy because he has to work with those losers. We don't. Fucker. Unless we're, we have to, in which case we huff and puff and blow the house down. Uh, what are we going to do in the last hour? You've got, you've got stories. I've got enough stories. Okay, we've got enough stories. I'm trying to think if we can do like a little um, like a little little game or something. I want to do, I want, I fancy the no more maths, please. No more. Oh, God, no, no. That wasn't fun. That was not fun at all. There was no pleasure to be gained from that maths problem whatsoever. No, 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 it was miserable. But nice if we could play a little game. i tell you what, dear listener, if you could phone up, please. Switchboard is empty, so you phone up, you'll get through. If you could phone up with suggestions of silly little games we could play for the last hour, while um, which we will uh, pepper in between Catherine's new stories that she's got. That's that to me. That, to me, sounds like an hour of radio I would absolutely love to wrap my ears around. So if you've got any suggestions of um, silly games we can play, word games, not, well, I suppose number games, but not like maths problems, anything like that, then give us a call 0344. I'll, I'll, I'll try and think of something. All right. I'm, I'm, the vibe is strong. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. What? What's... Also, if you're in Swansea and you saw the Christmas parade, or five minutes of it, could you give us a shout? Oh, oh, was there a disastrous Awful Christmas parade? Yes, indeed. Hey. I started feeling a bit Christmassy today. Did you? Started feeling it a bit because we watched this um, Deck the Halls first ten minutes. Deck the Halls, then we watched um, twenty minutes of Nativity Two. 
It's not as bad as Nativity 3. That's well, sort of Dude, Where's My Donkey? Well, Nativity 1 was rubbish. Oh, no, Nativity 1's all right. Oh, Nativity 1 was terrible. That was awful. I mean, wow. I don't bless you, Sam. I don't really like any of those. Then but, 3 is not for you. But the kids were laughing a lot at the, the short, dumpy kid that was breakdancing. I mean, like, proper hysterics at that. That guy should get a spin-off show. The switchboard is empty, dear listener. We need your help. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home Personally congratulated a military pilot who claimed he chased a UFO out of Britain, according to the veteran involved some 40 years ago. Why would a vet be flying an aeroplane? Major George A. Giller was an Air Force intelligence officer from the, from the USAF, the USAF, United States Air Force, who claims to have encountered a UFO over England. He's, he says his jet got a call from London Air Traffic Control about an aircraft that had failed to identify itself near Stonehenge. However, when George got there to inspect, the floating cruise ship darted from the scene. We were up at 33,000 feet and the UFO was down at about 1,000 feet, he said on Netflix on the Netflix film Unacknowledged. What did I, did I say Netflix? Mm-hmm. I'm worried I said Netflix. 
No, you said Netflix. It's fine. I worried I said something else. No, you didn't. You said the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the other now. Hover over the dump buttons, guys. My brain is playing tricks on me. I thought I said net. We drove. We drove down. I'll get that. What? What? What do you? What do you want? What do you want? Too slow. We we dove down on it, and eventually we got close, and it looked like a cruise ship at sea with all the bright lights. We got a mile from it, and it went up into my ass. <laughs> You're really tickling yourself tonight, aren't you? <laughs> this is why God. Do, this is this is why I think God doesn't exist, because if God existed, then He would make it so we could literally tickle ourselves. So every time you're feeling down, feeling depressed, anxious, suicidal, you just give yourself a little tickle and you start laughing and you, you go. <laughs> Not the time, not the time. I would I would be tickling myself till I passed out. Oh gosh. With a, an orange soaked in poppers in my mouth. London Patrol said, You can continue with your mission now. However, that was not the end of the story for George, as he recalls meeting with Prince Philip as a result of his close encounter. He added Yeah, be quicker this time. Too slow. Apparently, Prince Philip thought it was very important and invited us to dinner. He knew all about the fact we chased the UFO made me a be- and made me a believer in it since. When someone, someone of his stature indicates they are real and from another planet, it's very convincing. But he's from another planet? Um, blah, 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 blah. Thank you very much indeed. Catherine Boyle. Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Can someone give us a call, please, for the love of all that is good? Okay, here's one. Uh, Man hid camera in men's bathroom to see if his penis was normal size. Oh, it's a good one. We don't know what's normal. Seems legit. He's got done for it, so I wouldn't copy him. A man who hid a camera inside a man's bathroom, men's bathroom at a French supermarket, told investigators he did it because he was insecure about the size of his manhood. The 26-year-old agricultural vehicle shop owner, Tractor, why don't you just write Tractor? Owner wanted to make sure his penis was quote unquote normal, he claimed. He filmed male customers on four occasions between May last year and June this year, saying his insecurity stemmed from the fact he was not having sex with his partner. But he was told in court that he should have just gone on the internet if that was his concern. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Say that again? Google it. Thank you. It happened in French supermarket chain E. Leclerc's shop in Vire, a town in the Calvados department in the region of Normandy, northern France. Cannot wait for Brexit. (laughs) Dirty country. Uh, The man, who cannot be named for legal reasons, dirty pervert, (laughs) told authorities... Say that again. Dirty pervert. I wanted to compare myself to other men. The hidden camera was discovered by the supermarket security officer three months ago, and he then reported the the incident... To the shop's management and local police. It was not difficult for the authorities to identify and locate the suspect as he'd reportedly filmed himself by accident as well as the interior of his car. Wow, you know, he's not Lex Luthor, is he? According to police... Well, Lex Luthor is not actually a particularly good... He's not a particularly competent villain either. Well... So you could have... It's not the all right, best. All right, so who would you have? Is it, we wouldn't know his name, would we? Osama bin Laden. Digging, he did film himself a lot, though. Osama bin Laden digging in the garden. Oh, look, he's found a bomb. Wow. There you go, that worked. Thank you for that. The search carried out at his home led investigators finding more videos of men in the toilet. 
Gosh, he was very worried about is the size he, Is of he a Spanish film director? <laughs> The men. This is because of Pedro Almodovar, who often has women sitting on the loo because High he brow. likes to portray them as being human beings yeah. rather than kind of well, that's right, idealized. Guys. I made a highbrow reference. Catherine felt the need to explain it. I didn't. Well, it's because you and I both know what it is. Come up to. They should come up to our level. We're not going down to theirs. <laughs> Tell us more about this guy filming bits. The man explained he was going through a rough patch, as according to his testimony, he was no longer having sexual relations with his partner. Unlucky, mate. He claimed this made him feel uncertain about his manhood, and that he was suffering from feelings of helplessness. Um, oh, he told the court, "I wanted to reassure myself." I'm sure he was reassuring himself yes, a lot over those videos. Right. <laughs> the head of the court was not convinced by the man's excuse, saying, it's easier to go on the internet. It contains everything you need to reassure yourself. Yes. If that's what we're calling it. Yes. Love, love. I might have a little bit of reassurance when I get home tonight. The 26... You still need me to fix that, don't you? I mean, the internet, <laughs> not that. I'll fix it on my own. The 26-year-old received a suspended six-month prison sentence. In addition to it, uh, the pr- public prosecutor had requested a €1,000, which, by the way, is £891.08 pence fine. However, his suggestion was not followed. There's been no official reaction from Leclerc. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Time for me to read you one song. Oh, God, no. Lyrics, if I may. Got this, 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 the folder is back. The song folder is back. I'm going to bring in. An, I'm going to bring in an instrument this week, and we're going to we're going to workshop some of them. Gosh, from so, actual reassurance to musical reassurance. They sat together in the park. Was it after dark? As the evening sky grew, grew dark. dark. <laughs> of course, they did. But this is the little thing I like to do. Third rhyme. She looked at him and he felt a spark. Because his name was Mark. <laughs> Tingle to the bones. Oh. Quite nice, isn't it? Now it's now it's atmospheric and you can feel that there's like a connection between these two. Very powerful. Well, you're assuming they know each other and it's not just him being a pervert. They walked along by the old oh, I missed a bit. Um twas then he felt alone. Whoa, stop, 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 what? stop. When did you write this? What do you mean when to write this? Was it this century? <laughs> <laughs> because No, it wasn't. It wasn't this century. Last century. Correct. But not the century before, when twas would have been twas, okay. Then he felt alone and wished that he'd gone straight, straight home. And watched out for a simple Bone. twist of fate. Oh, okay. They walked along by the old canal, a little confused. I remember well. No, sorry, no. Hmm? Canal does not rhyme with well. Okay. It kind of does. Canal? <coughs> Steady. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> and stopped into a strange hotel. Oh, God. With a neon burning bright. I put burning without the G. I've done burning with the cool apostrophe. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He felt the heat of the night. Hit him like a freight train. Is there any other kind? Moving with a simple twist of fate. What do you reckon to that, huh? I don't really know what it means. What do you mean you don't know what it means? The the freight train's moving with a twist of fate. A freight train can't twist. It'd be derailed. Okay, so okay, right. Once again, you're slagging off my my song. I'm just trying to unpick it, mate. You're offering it up to the world. This is what the world's going to do, except they won't be as kind as me. 
You should be thanking me. Okay, right, fine. Well, thanks. Right, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's they sat together in the park. Oh, <laughs> as the evening sky grew dark. Oh, stuck in it. Oh. She looked at him and he felt a spark. Yes, mate. Tingled to his bone. Man, he should know better. Twas then he felt. Twas then he felt alone and wished that he'd gone straight and watched out for a simple twist of fate. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yes, mate. There we go. We walked along by the old canal A little confused, I remember where Well, it doesn't rhyme, mate It does It stopped into a strange hotel Hotel. With a neon burning bright He felt the heat of the night Hit him like a freight train Moving with a simple twist of fate so, Cack. you have just spent the last five, ten minutes... Yeah, stand by it. ...slacking off lyrics... Yep. ...that is, is one... Though, that is one of the greatest songs... Says who? Let me finish. Don't be a sheep, let me, You know that's rubbish. Let me finish. Go on. Let me finish. That is one of the greatest songs ever written by one of the greatest wordsmiths no. of all time, right? Sorry. But your no. prejudice, mm-hmm. your, your racialism towards my lyrics... Nope. Because you thought it was me, no. you're going, oh, no, that's not dead, that's rubbish. That's a, that's bobbins of cotton, that is. That's like pony. It's like a big piece of pole. Pole pie. Big pole sandwich, that is. Um, and actually, it was, Bob, it was a masterpiece by oh, Bob Dylan. I'm sorry, Bob. Next, I'm going to bring in uh, a picture by Van Gogh so you can go, oh, that's rubbish. You can't draw. You don't know nothing. You've just proven that you don't know oh. nothing. And you've just proven that the Emperor's New Clothes is a tale for you. Because you're get, only saying that's reference. you're only saying that's good because everyone else says Dylan's a genius. That, my friend, lyrically is cack. Outrageous. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, well, Sally, we'll come to you in a second. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, a story in three simple. Bits. A dick. Dirty pervert. <laughs> oh, it's the story of you. <laughs> what? Hmm? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, by the way, dear listener, if you listen on DAB, uh, no, it's, yeah, if you listen on um, app or online at talkradio.co.uk, um, and maybe you've tried to listen to us on DAB and you've not been able to get it on DAB. You might be able to get it on DAB now because they've put up loads of new transmitters. They did it a few months ago. Um, and so you can get the talk radio across more of the country. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> trying to sell this... Keep talking, be a pro. I'm trying to sell this um, f- failing, unlistened to... Well, don't say that bit. Basically, you probably have, you better chance you'll be able to get the station on your DAB. So go get your DAB. Do a deep tune, a deep tune. Get work it deep, work it deep, man. Um, and then it might pop up. And if it doesn't, well, move. I don't care. Um, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. How is everyone tonight? Well, um, Kath's feeling peckish. What are you going to have when you get home? A dick. Oh, now. <laughs> Steady, steady, steady. Because I think is, uh, you could, are. Could if I wanted to. Could. Oh, Just like that. Dirty pervert. 
Gel, I will gel that you've got access to a penis. I will gel. So have I. Yeah, no. So have I actually. I could have one if I wanted. This will be me when I get home. Oh God! I can't believe what I'm listening to. Neither can I. Dirty pervert. <laughs> Sally. No grapefruit then. Huh? No grapefruit. Oh God, that. <laughs> That is, um, I mean, that is one of the... Dirty. That is, a, that is one of the... The thing is, though, that's, that's like two of your five, five a day? <laughs> Isn't it? Got to be. Why stop at the grapefruit? Why not stick a, I don't know, peach on it and all? Oh, no, the stone would get in the <laughs> way. Aubergine. Okay. An aubergine? <laughs> it's a wild animal attack. <laughs> Sally, we're, 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 listen, we're trying to make the show more mature and more family-friendly. Highbrow. Um, so what would you, what would you like not to low add? To, to not lowbrow, for goodness sakes. <laughs> I was, was going to suggest a game. OK, here we go. Here we go. OK. Yeah. It, was a game, it was a game that we played after Sunday lunch every Sunday, obviously, every Sunday. OK, we, yeah. We've got, we've and got, we hide the sausage. Oh. <laughs> Catherine, you're crying out loud. I've got oh, a you, might, sausage. you might have one left over. Dirty pervert. <laughs> okay, and it's called. It's called. Um, who has if, who has a sausage left over on a, Who has a sausage for Sunday lunch? And who has any left over? You might have too much sausage on your plate. Never. Well, I do. I do pigs in blankets. So I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> I would not say what? yes. But I certainly would not say no. Okay. No. <laughs> You're a fanny. Hello. Hello. I wipe my dog's bums. <laughs> I wipe my dog's bums. All right? I wipe my dog's bums. Oh. Dirty pervert. And that, Sally, is why I did I did A level and then degree level French. Yeah, yeah. She did, she's A and O levels now. Okay, right. Let's let's hide this sausage. Where's it going? Who's going first, ladies? It was called, it was it was called it was called um, if you were if okay, I were a sailor man. Do you remember that song? Yeah, if I was a soldier. Is that yeah. mid -year? It was, yeah. I, I remember going to a wedding when they um, played that and they were having a smooch to it. Oh, God. Ooh, a terrible no. song. It sounds like a fun game. I don't game. think they stayed together. So we're playing If I Were a Sailor Man. No, 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 no. no. By If you were, right, if you were, and it goes, right, say, for example, I picked someone and say I picked Churchill, for example. Yes. Okay. okay. So Are then you Churchill? Would... I, okay. And then you would ask me questions like... Are you Churchill? Shut up. Well, that's if, what I would ask. Right, no, no, because no, you don't know that. You're not going to be invited to dinner again if you carry on. Uh, no. Well, first of all, I wouldn't go to a listener's house for dinner. That would be weird. But secondly, mm. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is it Churchill? Shut up. Right. <gasps> that alarm. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, it's getting sorted. It's getting sorted this time next week. It'll be... It'll be sorted. Wait, we've heard that many, many times before. That's like no, two years it it's been be. going there. <laughs> two be. years, your family's no. life has been at risk. Sally, that's all I want for <laughs> Christmas, is to never it's hear not... that again. OK, it's not been at risk. It works. <laughs> OK, I've got, I've got a quiz here. Oh. True or false? Someone sent me this, true or false. OK. A man from the USA consumed his 20... Right, you've got to buzz in. 
Let's hear our buzzers. Sally, your buzzer? Oh, we I haven't this. got it to hand, sorry. Your buzzer? So. My buzzer. A man from the USA consumed his 26,000th Big Mac on the 11th of October 2012 after eating at least one a day for 40 years. True. You know, because you've got the answer in front of you. I'm scrolling. Yeah, I... True or false? The longest distance. And you've got to wait. You've True. Got, you've got to wait until Why? I finish the question. Why? Because because otherwise it's you're being a uh, bell cheese. Well, it's false. Right. Okay. <laughs> the fastest <laughs> time. <laughs> false. False. No, I got it. I did it first. It is the question. Is <sighs> the fastest time to eat fifteen Ferrero Rocher is one minute ten seconds, and it's false. It's two minutes twenty two seconds. Right. The record. <laughs> false. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 2,188. Let's read. Let's see. The record for the uh, most needles inserted into the head is 15,000. God. False. Oh. The, the, the world's <laughs> longest legs belong to a Russian lady. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to put the heating down because I've turned it up to make Catherine happy and she's done nothing but complain. Let's play... The damage uh, is done, mate. The let, damage is done. Let's play Churchill. Because at least no. I've got one friend who lent me his um, hoodie without any... Con- ow! Without any conditions. Ow, that... Ow. Sam's not a friend. He is. Sam is a shit. <gasps> Sam. Right, um... Right, Sally, let me ask... Let, right, Sally, my right, turn to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Right? Why is your mic not working oh, now? Oh, you... Sam! Oh, outrageous. what a shame. I'm going to give him a punch in a minute. Um, Sam, can let me ask you a question? Yeah. Are you Churchill? Right, right, right. I'm giving it. it, it I'm giving. I think it I know. I think I know. I think I know. Churchill. Oh, do you want to play this game or not? Um. Yes, I do. Okay. Sure. Hang on, Simon. Yeah. Do we want to play this game? Yeah, go on. Go on then, Sally. We're playing the Churchill what? game with Sally. Okay. Where Sally no. is Churchill, and we have to guess Churchill. Let's go. Yeah, Fingers yeah. crossed. Right, for example, if I were Churchill, I'd picked Churchill. Yes, mm-hmm. so, so I got this right. Wanted... Round two, my turn. Oh, I picked pick Churchill. <laughs> Catherine. Are you Churchill? Yes, correct. That's one, that's uh, two, it's one to me, one to Catherine. Guess You're who going. I am? Yes? Are you Marcus Churchill? No. Oh. Who's Marcus uh, Churchill? He's a radio presenter, he's worked here before. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know him. Are you Churchill? Yes! Yay! That was a great game. This is fun. But... Sorry? Can, can I not explain it? Because well, it's fun. We, I think we've got it. No, but you haven't. OK, go on then. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Guess who Simon is? Simon, are you <laughs> Churchill? Oh, Yes, man! <laughs> I storm I into the game. lead. I love it. This is a good game, Sally. I'm, I'm playing this at Christmas with the kids. <laughs> Right, go on. Okay. So you're right. Churchill. No, right. Do you I'm have to? Ch- do you have to try and make your face look like him? No, rah, no. Rah, my rah, face will never rah, look like him. No. It's a game to play. But the game is now. The game is now. Bully Sally. Playing Bally. Bully Sally. Right, right, right. Sally. Right. Yeah. Are you Churchill? Oh. <laughs> oh, she's actually crying, which is good. We're getting close to a proper breakdown. Shut up. Shut up. Right. Shut up. It's not even shut up. It's shut up. Shut up. 
<laughs> Shop! <laughs> Catherine? Yeah? Shop! Oh. Rude. Okay, could Sally? you please... Could you please just be quiet Could you please... Shop. Everybody, right, Simon, Catherine, me, shop. Everyone shop. You okay. shop. You shop. No, you shop. All right, I've shop. Ian. Hello. Uh, Yo, he's, he's shop now. Sure, shop. Shop. Okay. I think it was one of the three stooges, but that, okay. Right. Yes, Sally. <laughs> you would then have to ask me, for example, what animal would you be? And then I A would dog. respond, you an be- English bulldog. Yeah, because of the and adverts. Then you'd say, yeah, and then you would uh, then you'd ask, well, what drink would you be? And I'd say, I don't know, brandy or something. Well, hang on, you don't know, but you're just going to say brandy or something. Any drink, yeah, all the brandy, drinks at Churchill, wasn't it? Yeah, he he's a boozer. Brandy, he was an alcoholic, he? yeah. You know. And at what point do I say? Churchill's bogeys. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. At what point do I say Churchill? Well, when you've you've asked many, que- when many you've asked you've questions, asked many many questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when let's you, go. Well, let's when go. You, when you realise who it is, Churchill. All right, let's go. Oh, for God. By sake. the way, if you don't pick Churchill on the first one, Sally, then you ain't a friend no, of this I'm show. I'm not picking. I'm not picking Churchill. All right, I'll go first then. Right, who am I? Okay, so I would then ask you, go for on. example, yeah. what Eddie Churchill? Um, so, stop the clock. Simon got it. I'm Churchill. Oh. Well done. Simon, your turn. Right. My turn, right? Ready? Yeah. Who am I? Churchill. Uh, Ian! Yay! Hey, Sally, aren't you glad you phoned in? All right, Sally. All right, all right, all right, let's play it. Guess we've had some fun. Now, shop. Catherine, you go. Okay. (laughs) Guess who I am then? Is it Churchill? Yeah. Hey! (laughs) Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to be someone different this time. (laughs) Sally's like. Oh god, even Ka- even Catherine's bullying me. <laughs> this is not going. I'll do it again. I'll, I'll do it seriously this All right, time. Go on. Are you Churchill? Yes. Yay! <laughs> All right, Sally. The only way we're going to break this is if you do it now. Where you go? What do you mean if I do it now? Well, if you do, <laughs> Simon. Simon, can you stop blowing off, please? <laughs> is she Churchill? Sally. Yeah, all right, I'm Churchill. Excellent game, guys. Thanks so much. This is Talk Radio. I'm Matthew Wright. Join me for my brand new show on Talk Radio. Right here, right now. I'll be shaking up your afternoons with three hours of original current affairs conversation, unfiltered comments, and irreverent opinions. Putting the world to rights. The Matthew Wright Show. This afternoon from one. Always look on the right side of life. On Talk Radio. Do do. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, line one. Oh no, line two. Chipolata single. The high score is one. Silly sausage. You only uh, got one on silly sausage. Silly sausage will be at the show on December the ninth. I bought a fresh one. Just for the occasion. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't find the other one. Well, someone's hidden it. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, well, I have a good route round. <laughs> Dirty pervert. Oh, th- banger the- party! <laughs> I mean, such a setting. Oh, three. We've got another 30 minutes of the show. The show is almost done. It's uh, been all right for a Monday. It's been good. If you want to give us a call before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock, you'd be very, very welcome. 
0344-499-1000. Don't forget, tonight was the night that Catherine dissed my song lyrics, only to find out it was one of the best songs written by one yeah. of the best songwriters no. ever. Simple Twist of Fate by Bob Dylan from Blood on the Tracks, and Catherine said it was rubbish. And I think that just goes to show that Catherine doesn't actually know anything about music, about poetry, about lyrics, about love, about creating a mood, um, but she does know about... A dick. Now, Catherine. Having worked with one for several years. Don't be so rude about Roberto Peroni. <laughs> Catherine Boyle, tell us what you got for us on okay. your computer news station. Amanda Yates. Yates 8. Is an American witch who cast a hex oh. on D- Donald Trump oh. and claims she is 300 years old. That's not impossible. She's now revealed her spell for finding true love. Okay. Mandy Yates, head of a coven in Los Angeles, leads rituals at lavish locations across the city, including the Museum of Contemporary Art, if you want to go along. Known as the Oracle of Los Angeles, she charges as much as £77 per hour for her sessions, including chakra balancing and grounding sessions. Shami chakrabati balancing? (laughs) Which aim to relieve stress. She's garnered a huge following of her fellow witches and celebrities alike, and she's set to appear on the US hit TV show Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I like that show. Yeah. But reflecting on her love spell, she still sounds amazed at its success rate, revealing it helped her find her husband, whom now she's admittedly divorced. Speaking to the Times, Yates, actually 35 and not 300, said she would never do a spell to harm someone, but the power can be used to intervene in difficult situations. In a bid to remove Trump from office and stop him from doing such horrible, harmful things, she found a horrific photo of Trump that must have been really difficult. Mm. Then she recited a ritual and set fire to the snap with an orange candle. Now witches around the world continue to cast binding spells on Trump. The latest took place ahead of the US midterm elections with Dakota Bracciali and her fellow witches gathered at the mystical boutique in Cat called Catland Brooks in uh, sorry Catland Brooks in Brooklyn on November 3rd. They aim to undo all the harm that these people have tried to do. Dozens of witches were seen performing rituals outside Trump Tower earlier this year, just one week before a blaze inside the building. A week before the blaze. Do you remember when we went to New York and we um, trolled Trump Tower? Yes. That was funny. That was a good, you went in to try and find him. Yeah, it was good, that. As well as casting spells on the US president, Vicky said huge numbers of people are turning to witchcraft and black magic to help them deal with everything from boosting their love lives to cursing or exacting revenge on their enemies. Aww. Right, so here's how to attract love. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Take a bath filled with white flowers, oh, gardenia geez. oil rose quartz and black tourmaline. Okay. Yeah, one of those. Easy. Black tourmaline. I'm, I'm out of black tourmaline. And Tesco, uh, I ordered it and when Tesco delivered, they didn't have any. They replaced it with parsley. That's almost a true story. I ordered, um, I ordered mint. mint, right, and they replaced it with parsley, right, which is different. But then also, do you know what I'd also ordered? Parsley. So I'd ordered parsley. You get double parsley. Got double parsley. I'd ordered <laughs> parsley, and parsley came. I'd also ordered mint, but another parsley came. Outrageous behaviour. Once you have finished, do not leave the bath until all the water has drained. Every night until a full moon appears, write down six things you like about yourself. On the night of the full moon, burn a pink candle mixed with the oil of gardenia. Burn the candle while you're completely in the moment and light the petition in with the, the flame. Mix the ass. 
Ashes. For, she, they've Mi- spelled it A double S H E S. Ashes. Ashes. From the petition with water. That's the ashes from an ass. Add to any wax that was left over from the candle, and then you pour the mixture into a plant by your front door and trust Ooh. love is on its way. Alternatively, yes, baby. buy yourself a new top. Yeah. Um, yeah. Treat yourself. That seems like a lot of uh, a lot of time. Isn't a lot of magic about creating confidence within yeah. one so that the, it's not the, it's the, the spell there's no such thing as magic but by doing these rituals and doing these things it kind of creates a confidence that wasn't there that instantly makes you isn't, isn't, that, that significant makes you significantly more attractive to people um because than, you believe you're imbued with this power yeah yeah isn't that what it is probably it's all mind games hey i finished um finished my step one today I was excited. Going to meet up with my sponsor at the weekend and go through it. Then we go on to step two. Do you get a badge? Don't get a badge for that. Don't get a badge for that. Unfortunately, I think I think you should. But instead, you get you get freedom from active addiction and, and you start on a on a road to being honest. So that's that's almost as good as a badge. Almost. That's almost as good as a Could badge. Could you not have both? Well, maybe I'll make up a nice little badge for myself. I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh, congratulations. That's important. Thank you so much, Katarina Boyle. Woman planning world's biggest orgy reveals this three is a different rules. story, is it? <laughs> yes. Is this a different story? Because yes. you didn't, you your eyes didn't move. It just car- picked up from the same place. Okay. Yeah. Right. So the witch is the witch is done. Gone. That's when you found love. All right. Well, then you is... can plan the world's biggest orgy. Mate, the, the world's which is another way of finding love. love. She's inviting a thousand people. It's like Cinderella, but with now on. So no shoes are going to get lost because but, they're all left at the door. Do they give you slippers? Do you pad around with, with just bare feet? Well, also. Do you have um, to take a towel? Imagine, why would you say... I think towels are provided. What, what, what would you say? You never guess where I was at the weekend. I was at the world's biggest orgy. And they say, I know, awesome. so was I, because yeah, everyone I, was there. I saw you there. In fact, I had my penis inside you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you're going to get some, some, some juice on you. You're going to get... Another ding dong, oh, rubbing yeah. your banana. <sighs> you're um, you're going to see some big old hairy a-holes. I'm, I'm. Thank you for the invite to the world's biggest orgy. I think I'm, I think I'm busy that weekend. I like smaller orgies. Yeah, where it's a bit more selective rather than just. It's, any- just, it's just me. I can orgy where it's just me, <laughs> one man orgy. So which is the title of my autobiography that's coming out just in time for Christmas. <laughs> An events planner is hoping to organise the world's largest orgy and smash a new record. Smash. Yeah, exactly. What's the whole point? We're going to go to the orgy unless you're going to smash. <laughs> Pearl Derriere who stopped counting her sexual partners isn't when it, she hit 100. Isn't it funny how some people's names really fit their jobs? Predestination. Yeah. She's 21, oh. and she's aiming to have 1,000 people at the event, beating the Japanese record of 500. Beating the Japanese. And the 29-year-old has some strict rules revellers must follow, including bringing a friend, wearing condoms, and ditching mobile phones. I don't think that sounds as strict as... No. I would like. Um... She also is an ad- advocate of the sex-positive movement, which embraces safe and consensual sex er- experimentation. She said, people may think my lifestyle makes me greedy for sex, but that isn't the case. But I stopped counting how many people I slept with once it hit over 100. She was counting, though. 99, 100, I forget. <laughs> exactly. Um, hang on. People assume sex parties are something which have surfaced very recently. The tr- no, they don't. The truth is, they've always existed. They've just been underground and under our noses the whole time. Well, that's You'd smell that. Yes. You would smell that. There's a definite whiff of a <laughs> sex party somewhere here. Pearl, who will attend the mass orgy. Pearl's a ringer. 
the date and she location of up which. When she plays on a penis. <laughs> we'll, we'll remain in a, an orgy. <laughs> we'll remain a closely guarded secret within the sex positive community. Worked in an insurance company before moving into the sex industry in 2012. Well. In her office job, she claims to have been sent to HR because of a relationship with a married woman at work had made her co-workers feel uncomfortable. Well, if it was under their noses, they'll... Uh, guys, you're under the desk here. I'm, tr- I'm really trying to do these orders for Roger. Can you two go and have sex somewhere else, please? <laughs> Despite her girlfriend's husband giving it his blessing. Yeah, I bet he, he did. did. Still openly polyamorous. What's her name, Blowjob Derriere? <laughs> Pearl Derriere. Okay. Still openly polyamorous, enjoying a relationship with more than one partner. Yeah, we get it. She's 21. She currently lives with her boyfriend, Dan Patrick, 35, who works in hospitality. (laughs) So does she. And visits her homemaker girlfriend, Tommy Taylor. I don't know what that phrase means. Homemaker. Homemaker, stay-at-home mum, I guess. Girlfriend, Tommy Taylor in Dallas. Tommy Taylor. Her partners, who have shared a bed with her but not had sex together, are also happy for her to have casual liaisons with other people at orgies. Wow, this relationship is really doomed to fail. (laughs) Which one? All 18 of them. (laughs) Explaining her open relationship, Pearl, who lost her virginity to a boy at 16 and had her first group sex the following year. Yeah, I would would shave at two or three years off both those figures, if I'm completely honest. For me, I could never imagine one person fulfilling my every physical and emotional oh, need for the rest of my life, which is why being a poly swinger suits me. Mm, dear. Yeah. She's only a baby. 21. She's a baby. Um, I tweeted that maths problem. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's lots of people have responded, and some have got the answer right, some have got the answer wrong, some have said, well, here's one. It's a lovely picture of a, of a young lady called Sarah. And I tweet you, seriously, my eight-year-old homework is the same. It's so hard, I spend more time Googling the question to understand it before I can work out an answer than, like, a red, frustrated emoticon. Um, she sounds like a really lovely mum. Her Twitter handle, Shagamuffin. <laughs> <laughs> this is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, dear, what can the matter be? I was sneezing into a battery. Right, last 15 minutes of the show. If you want to give us a call, now is a great time. Um, although the calls tend to die off in this bit, and that's absolutely fine. But the number is 0344-499-1000. Catherine's wearing the um, the hoodie of her boyfriend, Sam. Um, so hopefully she can stop mooning over him. I mean, mooning in the, the kind of the traditional sense, not the anal sense. And tell us a story about Swansea and why it sucks there. Listen, mate, don't hate. Congratulate. Hey! I won't do... Um, I won't be late. I'm going to masturbate. Mm. At the station. For the nation. A Christmas market has been labelled... Inappropriate, that, because I'm about to talk about something that's supposed to be family-friendly. Oh. <laughs> Listen, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow we start the with family the family-friendly friendly okay. show. A Christmas market has been labelled by some as the worst ever. Well, that's harsh. After leaving many parents and children disappointed, Swansea's annual festivities saw scores of people gather in the city centre on Sunday afternoon before the main event got underway at 5pm. However, following the underwhelming spectacle many have since taken to social media... Where was this, Swansea? Yeah. Swansea's quite a big place, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. To complain about the disappointing number of floats including in the, uh, included in the parade. Ooh. <clears throat> Similar angry comments were made about the event two years ago as the traditional parade was ditched in favour of acrobats suspended beneath a giant arch and a giant balloon. But so last year they got it right? Yes. Well, so what was this year's then? Well, this year's festivities 
according to Donna Griffiths, age 36, from Blenny Mice. Is that how you say it? Felt as though she wasted her time after taking her five-year-old son to the parade. Uh, she said, it was absolutely disgusting. There were only three lorries, one with Santa on, oh. one with panels, another with ice, and they had nothing to do with Christmas. I'll stop now. Uh, my son got bored and wanted to go home. Uh, we'd been waiting in the freezing cold and the parade literally lasted five minutes. There were thousands there and the parade was late starting. Last year was meant to be amazing and I was gutted I missed it, so I made a point of going this year. But my son was nagging to go home and you could see the disappointment on his face. They need to make it like last year again because all the kids loved it. I've just got the story up and I've got it on the standard. There's a great quote here from someone. We stood there for over an hour for three floats. Two of them had nothing to do with Christmas. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. Gemma Farrell said there were more trolleys for the overpriced flashing toys than there were floats in the parade. Awful parade. Worst I've ever been to. Lisa Roundtree wrote, having to stand from four o'clock with four children and leave with three of them screaming their heads off, freezing cold and so upset and saying they never, ever want to go to another. <laughs> it's so upsetting compared to last year, which was amazing. It was heartbreaking. Um, I'm going to the Swansea Council to see if they say anything. Um, Another Twitter user under the name A uh, at the the Runbore posted a a video of a refuse truck cleaning the streets following the event under the caption, best part of the Christmas parade. Deary me. Following the Shambles event, the leader of Swansea Council, Rob Stewart, apologised to everyone who was disappointed on Facebook and assured locals that the councils will get it right next year. Here's the tweet. Right, so here's a tweet from um, that Swansea Council have retweeted from Enjoy Swansea Bay. The elves are excited, the sleigh has been shined, and the reindeer are ready. Keep an eye on the sky tonight as Santa is on his way to Swansea for his time-travelling adventure tomorrow. First tweet underneath it. Santa's time-travelling adventure. If I could go back in time, I'd tell myself to stay home. Two lorries of art and Santa. You call that a parade? Family stood there visibly thinking, is that it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless them. Here's the message from the council, from the uh, leader of the council. For everyone who was disappointed with this evening's switch on event... Go get stuffed! I can only apologise. And thank you all! Here's the excuse. This year was always going to get more challenging because of the scale of construction works in the city centre, which meant not all areas were accessible and safe for the numbers attending. Ah, that's rubbish. This in turn meant we could not deliver the full parade we had last year. No, it's rubbish. You don't do three floats and call it a parade. You, 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 You do something stationary... Or you do a, even just turning on the lights. Is the thing. Well, you just don't bother. You say, "Look, just have a Christmas market." Yeah, you say, "Sorry, guys, we can't, we, we can't, we can't do a parade." You don't put three floats out. Who, th- who thought? Right, I think we're ready. I think we got it, guys. This is going to be a good one. They should have done three floats, but have the first one quickly joining the back of the queue again <laughs> yeah. once it done the, the yeah, round. That's so exactly it looked like what more. They um, let's go <clears throat> to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Good morning. Good evening. Well, I just heard. I just said well, it's morning. Yeah, it's well, morning. no, but it's not morning until you've had a sleep. It's 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 evening. Well, it may be evening in Wales, but not in London. Anyway, no, I'm in London, and it's it's ev- of course it's evening. What are you I talking know, about? I know where you are. I know where you are. Yes. Yeah, so I, so I'm what? Saying, it's evening. Good evening. Anyway, think, good evening. Think, good morning. Good evening. Good evening. I think all these people in Wales should get on the Netflix Express coach. Oh. And come see the beautiful Christmas lights around London. Oh, you such it's a London bumblick. Okay, take your tongue out. If you love London so much, why don't you go marry it? No, I, I, I don't love it so much. I just work here. But I, just, I just think that our Christmas lights in London are really, really good. Well, so I don't... I, I bet I, Cardiff have done a decent job. I bet Cardiff have done a great job. Now, that is a banging city. So? Yeah, I love Cardiff. Cardiff's a great city. 
Well, it may be a great city, but have they got the lights that London have got? No, they've got different ones. Streets and lanes and... They've got streets. Here's the thing. Right, right. The the Christmas lights in London, I've not seen them this year. I don't know if they're up yet, but they're they're always... But they're always, like, um, big signs saying Swarovski or Disney or... You know, they're all all massive... you You know, it's just big, giant adverts for companies. What about Jesus? There are some other streets that, 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 that are quite pretty, aren't they? Bond Street's pretty, around Knightsbridge's yep. pretty, yeah. Chelsea. The, the posh ones. Kensington, yeah. you know, but then you always drive Chelsea. a little bit further out and you get to, like, I don't know, Ealing or Acton or something, and it's, you know, you go down Acton High Street and it's just like a pony half a dozen green light bulbs. Hey, I had some new lights fitted in my house. They've stopped working. Oh. The ones in the living room stopped working. Oh dear. Yeah, I know. The guy's coming out tomorrow to have a l- Well, there's three bulbs in each light, and one of them on each light has stopped working. And it's not the bulb, because ch- it's, that, it's that light thing. So I've got no oh idea dear. what's going on there. Well, I've changed, I've changed all my lights from my house to LED. They're much better. Oh. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the future. That's the way forward. I mean, the, but yeah, okay. All right, Nigel, Nigel. thanks, man. Go, go and get married to, um, to London and have a good evening. Do you notice? I never said good morning. He said good evening a couple of times, so I won that. So there's nothing the Welsh like more than being reminded that they're not in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah you stay in Wales, guys. Your, your country's beautiful. I love Wales. I've looked at Cardiff's lights online. They look amazing. Yeah, I, I love I love Wales. Um, it is my favourite place to go for a quick, quiet, cheap break. If I don't want to go abroad and I want to just have like a week of um, recharging or unplugging or whatever... Airbnb, a cottage in Wales. I've done it twice now, and it's the be- it's the best thing. It's the best thing. Go and take a load of books, take a load of films, um, and some walking boots. Thank you very much. I will be doing that again in March of next year. Fingers crossed. Be the plan. Go and rent somewhere, and just go and do it. It's it's fantastic. Honestly, the best best place. Um, uh, why why would Welsh people want to come to London? We as we all know the. I don't know if you know this, Catherine, but um, violent crime in London has peaked. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified. I can't sleep at night, he said, bringing it full circle. Um, you got anything else? Yeah, if you, you want. Do you, do you give us one more? We've got, we got five minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. Rossi will come in soon and let us know what's going on in the show. Doctors in the Philippines. Oh, the old Filipino doctors. Were left stunned when they found a battery from a light-up Halloween devil headband lodged deep within a five-year-old's nose. Oh, I wouldn't be that stunned. We've all seen what goes up. Come in, I Paul. Mean, yeah. We've all, we've all seen what goes up five. I'm guessing a boy? Girl. Oh, She's unusual. been complaining of head... Oh, God, my daughter's Paul's, finger's Paul's always scissors. up her router. If you're going to stab us, make sure it's make sure it's on camera, because <laughs> we might as well get some... Go, oh, shit. <laughs> I've also. Excuse me, sorry, man. First time ever on radio. I do apologise. But, but, but not the first time you spilt water in this studio, Paul, is it? No, no I've, <laughs> and I've smashed air conditioning units. I'm basically dysfunctional. Is that the first time you saw it on radio? Yeah, yeah. I know you say the C word, but I mean the one that ends in P. Yes, we, we, we were there for that. I'm I old feel, school. I, I do apologise. I feel Anyhow, Major, your lovely story about that Christmas lack of a carnival parade. Oh, it's great, isn't it? I hadn't it? thought of this for years. When I was at uni, I lived in Herne Bay. I was at Canterbury my first uni. Lived in Herne Bay and got a job somewhere as a bingo caller, a very cowardly chucker-outer, yeah. right? And my then-girlfriend, soon first wife, I got married at uni, gave the change because she was quite glamorous, so she was on there to give the change to the old granddads who came through and the old leches. Anyway, there was a, about three or four families 
UN, Herne Bay and Margate, in which there were seafront amusement arcades. And they were, you know, they were nice ways, but they were tough and they fell out every now and again. There was a big falling out the second year I was there, 77. And um, between them, they were meant to fund and provide the lorries for all the, all the carnivals, yeah. right? Big falling out, big fight, actually, in our amusement arcade. Terrifying fight when they came in with, like, those marquee pegs that are really nasty weapons. Oh, wow. And they told me they used those because they've got variegated surfaces. And, uh, surfaces they're rusty. Can't leave dabs on them. <laughs> Good thing to know. So it's quite fierce. I fled out the back, of course. Yeah. Anyway, they got into the mayor of Herne Bay, yeah. or the town planning officer, and they said, look, we've got four lorries. We've scratched them. He said, one's really an A-series truck. It's quite short. So the guy didn't hesitate. He said, no problem. He said, park it in front of the pier. Tableau will let the crowd walk in front of the lorries. Oh, That's local government for you. Beautiful. He said, Tableau, let the crowds walk in front of them. Keep them moving, keep them moving, and then enjoy it. Oh, it's <laughs> the way <you've> Fantastic. <laughs> That's genius, isn't it? What have you got on your show tonight, Well, Paul I've been waiting for this since I was condemned to this shift, yep. and it's, um... We're going to Utkviagvek. I'll probably mispronounce that. It's the northernmost town, only 4,000 people in the USA. It's well inside the Arctic Circle, OK? 120 days a year, the temperature doesn't go above freezing. The sun has set there now. It will not be above the horizon for 65 days. I'd love to it's see It's the that. first day of... So 65 days of night. So yeah. of course, what must it be like? It's not, none of these towns are paved because of permafrost. Oh. And they live there all year round. I would love to experience And that. we're speaking to a man who's a teacher there, also runs the local museum, very big uh, Inupiat community, I think they're called. And he's not from the area. What, I mean, wouldn't it be oh. lovely to... But why would you move there all the... Fascinating. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. 65 days of night. That is incredible. And people are moaning me. I was filling the cup with petrol. Oh, it's got a bit of Achima crutches today, a bit chilly. Chilly? <laughs> Go to Ukriagvik. I'd yeah. say 65 days of night. But in the summer, it's bright for 40 days. The sun doesn't set. Right. Fantastic planet we live on, what's isn't that, it? It's, what's that? There's, um, I watched that Robin Williams documentary today, and there's, is it, he made a film with Al Pacino, didn't he, where it's set in a oh, place... Oh, Insomnia. Yeah, where oh, there's... It's a strange film. It's very... It's not, not a great film, no. but... but I'm I'm fascinated by those places where it is. It's like daylight yeah. for six months on an end. You know, I love all that. It's worth looking up. I mean, it's, it's easiest to Google it on or search engine it, whatever you say, uh, via Barrow Bay, because it only changed its name to this right. Inupiat name two years ago. Yeah. But it just don't you think that'd be fascinating? Yeah, oh, I and what was the first? I mean, obviously it's been a, it's been a, it's, I think it's one of the oldest settlements, permanent settlements in uh, in the in the Americas. Been there fifteen hundred years. Um, but I wonder what the first Europeans made of it. Yeah. Because one day the night, days are getting shorter and shorter. One day the sun goes down, doesn't come up for two months and a week. Devil, the devil, <laughs> the devil. Yeah. But there must be people must go nuts there. There's got to be you, you, you've got there's got to be a lot of mental. Well, some people do suffer from that sad thing, don't they? Seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I mean, I presume they must have amazing strip lighting. But look at it. I mean, they've got they get quite a lot of tourism for people go yeah. round when they go those Arctic Circle trips. The Americans and they yeah, stop, yeah. but only in the summer months. Yeah. But they must have amazing strip lighting. And what are you, what would you do for sixty five days with no luck? Well, steady. Phone, phone pen, uh, pearls a swinger that you were serenading <laughs> earlier on. Uh, anything else you thought? Oh, yeah, we've right, so got four hours. Well, we just, we've got, a, again, and I'm really looking forward to this. Bristol Zoo last week launched the first. They've created a computerised but interactive game for their gorillas oh. to keep them occupied. They, they monitor them, and what they do is they have to do various challenges. It's a kind of touchscreeny thing, but also elements of a genuine physical to get a monkey nut out of the bottom, and then they're rewarded. Oh, they've it. been fighting for... They've been queuing orderly for games at the first go-round, yeah. and now there's a bit of fighting going on. Yeah. They've put them just beyond the fence. Your, that arcade you worked in Absolutely, in the yeah. They'll be there with their off. marquee tent pegs. Yeah. Don't leave any dabs. No. Drop it straight away. Well, this is what we... Sh I've just had a brilliant idea, and this is genuinely like, a great idea. Why don't you... Right, monkeys in zoos, mm -hmm. give them virtual reality headsets and make them think they're in the jungle. That would... Wouldn't that solve... Wouldn't, no, hang on a minute. 
They just sit around all day, the poor devils. Though, no, they? but they'd run around like, oh, we're in the jungle. This is. I've only got a minute. I can't explore this idea. I this think is a terrible gonna, idea. I, th- th- this terrible. is terrible. Sounds a bit this dangerous, is, mate. This is what people. You've not said, seen any science fiction dystopian films. This is what people said to Noah, and <laughs> uh, yet he was the last person that was he alive. He left the unicorns behind, didn't he? He did leave hey. the unicorns alive, and I believe he had sex with his daughter as well. I think there was something like that because he lived for hundreds and hundreds of years, Noah, and there was some kind of incestual sexual relationship that Noah had. We're going off. On a tangent, but if it's it's any, any, any theology graduates or vicars want to call Bible. now, do it tomorrow night, please, and have a chat with Ian Lee. <laughs> Paul Ross is coming up next. Thank you, Catherine. You're welcome. Um, no, don't you dare. What? Don't you dare. All I'm going to do is. Don't have... you dare. You, what are you going to have when you get home? A dick. Now, it was a quiet one. It was a quiet one, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Dirty pervert. Uh, exactly. We will be back tonight. Thank you, Sam. Back tonight at 10. Stay tuned, though. Paul Ross is coming up through the night. The dick.